A huge congratulations to Whalen Bay. They are the number one dealer in sales in the nation for Mako and Tahoe boats. How cool is that? Hey folks, Captain Kevin Favor here for Whalen Bay Marine, and I've been telling you for years how much I love the Mako Pro Skiff Series. They're an absolute inshore fishing machine. But don't forget, they also carry tracker boats, nitro performance fishing boats, sun tracker pontoon boats, and Tahoe boats. Now you want some bigger news? Whalen Bay is now the dealer for Ranger boats. The new Ranger Saltwater Bay boats look amazing. Also, Ranger Aluminum Series and Ranger pontoons, which are perfect for fishing and just relaxing. So now, no matter what your boating needs are, Whalen Bay has you covered. And I can promise you that when you buy your new boat, all the folks at Whalen Bay will make sure your boat is rigged correctly and in a timely manner. You can do all this at Whalen Bay in St. Augustine located at 845 State Road 207 or give them a call at 217-3778 or visit WhalenBayMarine.com. Whalen Bay Marine, your authorized dealer for tracker boats, Nitro, Sun Tracker, Tahoe, Mako, and now your full line of Ranger boats. And remember, every day is a boat show at Whalen Bay Marine. Welcome to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. I'm Captain Kevin Favor, sitting in with Lagerman, Captain Kirk Waltz, Chris Wayne, spinning the heads. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Oh, here it is. Good morning. morning. I like it. A little froggy this yeah, morning, Kirk. Yeah, a little froggy. Kirk, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> a little froggy. Kirk, Kirk uh, did not bring any shrimp in. No. You know, yeah, I, I, will, I, will, I, I will bring it next week. I get this. <laughs> he, and he's getting a little he's getting a little jumpy about it, too. He you is, know, he's, he kinda, you, he's got his head well, you know, As soon as you walk in the door, instead of like, hey, how you doing? Well, we did. We said good morning. Where's the shrimp? I said good morning. Where's the shrimp? Hey, it's we like have that, our priorities, man. Like that, look, the Burger King. I, I brought something to drink. You know, I was. I brought the turf version. Seriously, I went light on dinner last night. So did I. It did. Would you fast for 24 hours? No. No, but I. Ruth quick. I literally, I did. I was like, you know. I was thinking about stopping and getting maybe some bagels, and I was like, "Oh no!" And that Kirk's yeah, oh yeah, yeah seriously, yeah, seriously. Yeah. Car- Carrie last night, right? Because oh, we've we been go. doing a lot of work whole in the segment, house, right? Chris. Sir, yeah, yeah. It's the whole Carrie last night. This. I'm like, ready for it. She's whole like, segment. you know, we can do Kirk's steak, bring the shrimp. potatoes, and 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 some chicken. Uh-huh. And she said, or which is kind of my favorite when she does this, she takes Tostitos, and and she kind of uh, she slices up chicken or ham or something, and then and then. Jalapeno peppers. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just a cool little dish. I said, I'll I'll do that because I want to go light. You know, I don't right. want steak mm-hmm. yeah. and potatoes. Yeah. And, I'm doing and, shrimp in the morning. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. And she said, she said, yeah, that's right. I was listening last Saturday. Yeah. How many shrimp something. do you guys think you're going to get next Saturday? <laughs> I don't care. Three. Well, I, think, four, I was thinking about four piece. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. Piece. Well, it's, it's only yeah. 16 shrimp that you got to cook. I mean, you know, they're yeah. big jumbos. I mean, <laughs> right. Right. To, that, that's fair, isn't it, Chris? I 100% agree. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, a minimum of four. I was thinking four. more like yeah, eight minimum. would be great. I think <laughs> that's, yeah. See, I, I knew, take four whole I knew yeah. that was to carry. Yeah. I knew that was coming. <laughs> yeah. You know, would you like a side order <laughs> yes, of, uh, you yeah. know, Lyonnaise potatoes? Well, Ruth yeah. style, or That'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah that I bet be it would be. That'd be awesome. Yep. Yep. Some, some Hawaiian rolls. I'll pull a Gordon and get up at 3 o'clock just for you guys. Can you put a little bit of... Uh, sweet onions and green peppers oh, in that? Absolutely. Like a hash? You know, let me get my pad out. Hold on a second. <laughs> let me take your order, sir. I actually, seriously, I I brought in the turf so that we could have 
surf and turf. Yeah. I, you know. See, Jeff yeah. delivered. Yeah, it's just. It's just what, Jared, what about Jared you, Kirk? Knew, yeah. Jared knew that, that uh, Kirk was going to be, well, well, that we thought Kirk was going to be bringing right. in. Yeah. Shrimp. And so, uh, since this week's Kirby Co. cooking tip of the week. Is not shrimp. Is not shrimp, <laughs> but it's, you know, like we kind of done this surf in the past. And, and that when you have a cooking tip, you bring it in. Right. 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 To have everybody kind of sample. There you go. And since well, you were out of town. So the tip this week it. was we chuck roast. We were trying to help right. with that. And so Tara actually went to the store yesterday and did a a different style than how I did it. But yeah, this week's tip is chuck roast. Nice. And so I have the the turf version sample, a little sampling for us yeah. to all try. Mm. Oh, that's awesome. So I was thank you, I, Jeff. When yeah. I woke up this morning, I go, man, mm-hmm. this is going to be yeah. so a good great with those swims. Chuck roast. We'll keep going. You got, you got ten more minutes before we have to take a break. So. And not crab stuffed shrimp. Could have Let's me talk some about the swim. flavor. How about the you know the fresh Mayport shrimp right out of the river? Oh man, the ocean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just yeah. going to have that. Well, ago. but you know what? At least we have the name of the podcast for this week. Yeah. Kirk, Kirk forgot the shrimp. Kirk forgot, Kirk the, forgot shrimp. the shrimp. <laughs> a day which will live in infamy. You know. I was, I was I was concerned about you though. You Our know. fellow Jacksonvilleians, he <laughs> forgot the shrimp <laughs> on a blustery Saturday morning. This day we're living in for me. Our stomachs and bellies were growling. All we could sup alone was water and some cheap piece of steak that I had left over from last night. It was awful. Calling the troops. Call a curfew. Good Lord. <laughs> what just happened? I have no, no idea, idea, but it was great. Winston Churchill. <laughs> Winston Churchill. Winston Churchill. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Wish he was back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah. amen to that. Amen on that, brother. Yep. Take uh, him mm-hmm. in a minute. <clears throat> anyway. Talk mm. about a pretty day yesterday, though. Golly, did was you that fish? just gorgeous? I did. That was the first day I got back on the water. We were. And the reason limped I was along. I was kind of wondering because, you know, you, you had – is it wrist surgery? Wrist surgery. To, uh, a week ago. Last Friday. Yeah. Friday and like a you week were ago. Fishing in a week later? What? Well, he told me, he said, he said, emphasize probably four or five times, whatever you do, don't get it wet. Right. Yeah, it's kind so of I, hard to do. Fishing well, is. I ordered some special gloves, uh, surgical gloves that came all the way up to my wrist. Okay. And ordered the thick ones. They're nine mil, so they don't split. <clears throat> and it worked great yesterday. Um, most of the pain has gone away. Um, I just was just trying to go easy on it for the first. How's it week. feel? It feels good. It, I, you know, I can feel like my grip coming back to it. That's uh, cool. Yeah. It, so just, just a week. He said the prognosis was real good when he went in. He said, "Look, you've got some scar tissue in there." Yeah. He said, uh, "When was the last time you had it done?" And I said, "You know, Doctor Jack Grider did it about 13 years ago." And he said, "Well, you're going to like the results from this." He said, "I so think." So what, what? What is it exactly? It's a carpal tunnel surgery. Carpal tunnel. Okay. So they go in and they split your hand open and there's a tunnel that runs between your wrist and your fingers. Did you yeah. see Top Gun in there when you were there? <clears throat> I did not. You did not. Okay. But there was a bunch of people in there getting in. He had 19 surgeries scheduled for that day. Good Lord. <laughs> oh, my gosh. He's one surgeon in Southeast Orthopedics. Wow. He had 19. I wow. said, oh, you got a full day, Doc. He goes, yep. He's fixing them up. A lot of people getting stuff done. He does everything from the elbow to the fingertip. I always wondered, you know, because I've, I've had – quite a few surgeries and then when I would talk to the doctors you know prior to the surgery I'd always ask where should I go 
Mm-hmm. And he said, what do you mean? I said, well, should I be your first? Or right. should I be like in the middle? Or should I be towards the end of your day? I want to be the first. See, and that's an interesting question because you want to let them get warmed up a little bit. Right. Oh, God. <laughs> and so uh, most of the times I think I was I was early when I had my surgeries done in New York. And then later on, a lot of them I had done about midday because I figured, you know what, let them get warmed up a little bit. Okay. You know? He did. I think he did mine first. Yeah. I think we, I got there at uh, two, quarter to eight. 20 minutes to 8. Yeah. And by 8.15, I was ready to rock and roll. You were out of there. Split it like a flounder and <laughs> kicked me out the back door and said, have do a you, nice day. Do you have the the old school stitches or do you yeah, have staples? No, no old school sk- stitches. Okay. Like one at a time. Yep. Or is it like one continuous? You know, nowadays they put this one thread in there, which is the craziest thing. When I had, and, and I were totally off of the outdoors. But anyway. Yeah. In my, when I had one of my shoulders done. They actually had they they made an incision which is probably about two three inches long mm-hmm. and they actually made the incision right in one of your natural creases when your arm is down by your side right and it was when he took the uh, thread out it was one thread that was like uh, looped through this tunnel of sewing together mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it and I was like damn that's cool man one thread to so all that up, how do you do that? You got to go to someone's school for that or something, you know? <laughs> well, I know he went through a lot of school to do it, and I was confident he was going to do it right. He's Good. highly recommended, Dr. Gall. Yeah. And it, it was interesting because they, they asked, you know, what do you want to do? And I said, I just do a local. You know? when, so when does when is, when is he clear you for? <laughs> Hand pool, <laughs> yeah. shooting pool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gosh, Jeff. Well, Kate's got to have her f- foot rubbed. Yeah, foot rubbed. <laughs> yeah. Next Friday, they're taking the stitches out. Good Lord. Good gosh, man. <laughs> Too much. Too much information, man. man. The first 15 minutes is just it's, it's it's unreal. Uh, it's unbelievable. <laughs> You can't make this stuff up. No, you can't. First minute I'm talking about shrimp. Then you're doing Winston Churchill. I, yeah. I, I, you know. Oh, what the hell I'm are you going to follow this up with? I have no idea. Hey, anybody out there have a good therapist, please call in. I'm going to need it after this show today. Meet me out in the parking lot. Goodness oh, gracious. 709. Good night. 1-800-HELP-ME. I mean, good gosh. Unbelievable, oh, man. Kirk's going to change sides. <laughs> Join a swim team. Good God. Uh, stay. Walk towards the light. Walk towards the light. Oh, my gosh. Oh, damn it. Damn. It was interesting, yeah. though, you know, because uh, that's okay. the first time I'd ever had surgery, and I've had a few like Jeff. Where they actually allowed me to be awake. So when they bring you in, they lay you down on the table, and they put your arm on a on a, like a, an extender that comes off the surgery table. Yeah, like a little table off of a table. Right, Jeff, and it's got a swivel on it, and they actually torque your arm down. They put a tourniquet at the top of your shoulder uh-huh. to pinch off the blood flow. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, they really hunk down on it. I mean, the guy put his knee down, and I could hear him pulling on it. And after they get that Velcro down, they Velcro the whole arm down, and they actually strap you on there. Your whole body can move. You can freak out. 
but that arm from your yeah, shoulder to your tip is yeah, dead. It, it's not going to move. Yeah, well, it's, it's first of all, and, and I don't know about you, like when I had my bicep tendon done, right? They give you some kind of a shot that, that basically your arm. You don't feel like, it. You don't. Well, you don't feel it, and you don't really have control over it anymore. It's like a, mm. just like a dead piece of meat hanging off of the side of your body. Well, that that was the one question I had, is that I said, look, you know, am am I going to know if I, I'm going to feel it? And he goes, you'll know if you feel it. Yeah. And and when they laid it over, you know, and they got the sheet all ready, and and he said, okay, here we go. Did they have a little sheet fence up so you yeah, couldn't see it. I could see a little bit, but you yeah. can't see real good. And, you know, you feel the sensation. When he takes that scalpel and he presses it on your wrist, I was like, okay, now's the time I'm going to feel it. Yeah. Never felt it. No, you just feel something. Just feel something down there, and you're like, wow. And then you see all three of them down there bent over looking at it. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Yeah, when when I had my bicep tendon, I'll never forget the the doc. You know, because you're kind of twilighted, you know, you're you're in and out a little bit. Mm. And uh, so the first thing they have to do, and mine was what they call a distal bicep tear. So it tears in the elbow. And and so you have – Two attachments for your bicep up that go up into your shoulder area. Mm-hmm. And for the bottom part, there's only one. So you have one bicep tendon down there. So so when you tear it down there completely, it rolls up like a window shade. So when they wow. go to fix it, they got to go up to get it. Well, they make an incision in your elbow to go up to get it. And they have to grab it with forceps or something and pull yeah, it Yeah, they down. have a pair of locking forceps that they grab a hold of it and they pull it down. And wow. so when they got a hold of it, the doc's like, hey, you want to see the bicep? Oh, no, no, I don't want to see it. I'm like, oh, hell yeah. Let me oh. take a look. You know, so he drops the sheet, you know, this little fence oh. that's up between my head and my arm on that little table that's off the table like you're talking about, Kurt. Right. And he drops the uh, the sheet and I went, damn, whose arm is that? Because, I mean, you can't feel it. Right, yeah. You can't feel your arm, mm-hmm. you know? And then you see the forceps that are locked on this tendon sticking out of your elbow, and you're like, that's cool. <laughs> that's yeah. you know? cool. That's pretty it's wild. Not, you know, it's, it's cool am- amazing that. how they do that. Yeah. I mean, they're- I mean, there's, I can tell you this, man. Those surgeons, uh, they are, I mean, oh, yeah, they're am- amazing. They are amazing. Amazing. Amazing that, people. I like was can impre- do that. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Talent. The yeah. most impressive thing I thought was how professional everybody in that clinic was mm-hmm. at the Center One Surgery Center where they performed the surgery. Mm-hmm. And Dr. Gall and his team, incredibly professional. I mean, crossing the T's and dotting the I's like three or four times, making sure everything was done right. I mean, they cleaned my arm for 10 minutes. Oh, dude, they scrubbed that. Hell they out scrubbed of it and Nowadays. scrubbed it, Kevin, over and over and over. I mean, and lathered it up and mm-hmm. then let it lay there for a minute. And then he towels it off. again. Yep. <laughs> well, so, uh, they, uh, by the way, so you're, I mean, this is, I mean, obviously as a fisherman, I mean, you, you, your right wrist, mm-hmm. yeah, it's everything. Yeah, it is. I mean, and so to get this fixed, I mean, and that's been bothering you for a number of years now, right? Yeah, it's gotten really bad in the last did it, year. Let me ask yeah. you, did, did it bother you most when you clean fish? It, it, it well, it, it did at first, yeah. and then after that, it was everything. Okay, yeah. I mean, you know, the day I was fishing with Jeff and, and, and Bill Dance, I can hold a rod for an hour or so, and then after that, you just take a break. You won't take a break. Put yeah. it down because it starts hurting. It starts throbbing. And then the pain, you know, oh, he said the carpal tunnel pain always goes from your thumb and your first two fingers, mm-hmm. and that's where you'll feel it the most. Hmm. And, and then he said something else about the two lower fingers, trigger finger, is one that people get a lot. Yeah, where it starts to pull in. Yeah, where it locks up. Mm-hmm. But prognosis was good. The doctor was great. His staff was incredible. Man, I hope you get it back. I mean, that's, man, I hate to, I mean, I don't, you know, I, I, 
I've been kicking your butt in the El Cheapo for years, you know, and I don't, oh, yeah, like, I don't want to feel like, like I'm beating you oh, because yeah, like of this year, you know, an injury. You came up with the minnow, the SS <laughs> minnow. Oh, look what I got. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. Wait a minute. Oh, there was nobody hmm. won this year. I actually won. There was no but, declared winner. Look, Nobody took a fish know, to weigh in. You can cut it, and slice that's, it, And that's how it. it's determined. Our fish yeah. Now, trying to bring up a, an old picture of a dead fish that was nope, dead, you that found floating on the wall. That was the gospel according to Job. That was a true fish that was laid on that cool. Uh, Willie Alexander, if you're there, you need to call in. Oh, you know, Willie, refute, don't, don't, don't refute lie, that. Willie. Don't lie, Willie. Yeah. Um, so, so Kurt, um, it's hard to lose, Jeff. And, really. and, and Chris, I sent therapy guy can I help sent you Jeff too. and, and Tara some pictures of my trail camera. I'm mm. amazed how cheap that camera is. What you have to you well, haven't seen on, the pictures yet? We're not going to talk about the camera. But Tara just posted the pictures. These pictures are amazing. Oh, they're beautiful. You're talking about, and that's uh, on our Facebook, oh, Facebook and Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so during so, the break, you, you got to go check out these pictures. It's uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, but yep. it, that's the uh, uh, welcome to the Nimick Family Dealerships Outdoor Show post. And yep. so, folks, if you haven't seen it, go to Facebook or our Instagram page and check it out. And the clarity, and also the coolness of a trail camera. On a daggum beaver pond. Yeah. It's amazing. It, it was. When I was checking this camera, I was like, this was maybe some of the coolest pictures I've ever got. I, I, you know, you love nature pictures. And I've always said, I love trail cameras because you never know what you're going to get. It, it's mm-hmm. something, you know, when you've when you've got it on a corn pile, you basically know what you're going to get. But when you put a trail camera in the woods um, and let nature be nature, it uh, this was and this incredible. Was a, this was only 10 days, man. That's like Audubon. It was. It cool. was it's, cool it's, it's stuff. cool stuff. All right. All right hey, let's take a break. Uh, we come back. We'll do a weather and a tides. And and by the way, while we're uh, in the commercial break, check out some of the posts from earlier this week mm-hmm. on our Facebook and our Instagram page from Kevin's Giant Bass. Yeah, that was cool. Want to hear the story on yes. that? Uh, Merle is a shed hunting fool. And <clears throat> the turkey, the new turkey call, the new turkey compression call. Mm-hmm. Is outstanding. Outstanding. From one of our outdoor show listeners. And uh, we'll talk about all that and more right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show on 1010XL and 92.5 FM. Steely Dan? Sure, Jeff. Sure. Steely Dan. (laughs) Yeah, of course, of course it is. You don't All right, let's do a weather forecast <laughs> brought to you by the Bearded Pig, the best barbecue in Jacksonville, period. And I was actually uh, telling a friend of ours last night we had dinner with, and he's like, uh, yeah, yeah, I love Bearded Pig. I said, have you had the Frito pie? He's like, no, what's that? I had to explain to him what the Frito, Frito pie, pie was at. He's like, oh, my God, I got to get that the next time I'm there. I'm like, absolutely. Yeah. And then uh, get the Brussels sprouts, too, if they oh, got Oh, they're great. Oh my goodness! The, the roasted Parmesan Brussels, Brussels sprouts—they're uh, they're great, and the, you got the, the jalapeno poppers. Between the jalapeno poppers, the Brussels sprouts, the greens, and then the Frito pie—I'm like a pig for the bearded pig. All right, so here's the weather forecast. Uh, got a high pressure building from the west, a series of weak troughs moving southeast across our area tonight, which is this little last little bit of this cold kind of that we're feeling, and uh, <clears throat> no more after that. I can tell you. Uh, today, west winds 15 to 20 knots, mm. 3 to 4 feet, 7-second periods, choppy on the intercoastal. 
Tomorrow, northwest winds 15 to 20, becoming west 10 to 15 in the afternoon, 3 to 4 feet, 8 seconds. Monday, northwest winds 5 to 10 knots, becoming east in the afternoon. That's that's a pretty day. Mm-hmm. Yep. Tuesday, ooh, Tuesday, west winds 5 to 10 knots, becoming southeast in the afternoon. Seas 1 to 2 feet. Uh-oh. Yep, here it comes. Yeah, hey, uh, just real quick. What was your water temperature yesterday? Uh, it was uh, up the river. It was 66.8. Right. At the jetties, it was 62. Really chilly. Oh, my gosh. Yep. Yep. Okay, so up the river for us was 72, and at the jetties, it was 68. So That's get, a big difference good. between St. Augustine and Mayport. Yeah, it yeah. always is. That's always it, like yep. that. It yep. always yeah. has been. Yep. I think a lot of it has to do with how shallow the water is in St. Augustine, especially mm-hmm. around the inlet. In the in the rivers mm-hmm. and then the St. John's just so darn deep. Yeah, you know, yeah, a little yeah, different. Be. All right, let's do a tides report. Brought to you by Angie Subs. This week, uh, uh, Tara was had a little function to do one evening, and so me and Taylor, I was like, "All right, Angie's here. We go for dinner. <laughs> I'm not cooking. Oh no, oh no. It's a perfect opportunity to have yeah, a little daddy daughter time. At, nothing wrong with that. At Angie's, which is amazing." French fries were were top notch. Taylor did the uh, did the new one. It was a chicken and turkey sub, mm. and I had a bite of it. Oh my god! It's got the spicy ranch. Really? Oh my goodness! It Fun. was good. Wow! And it was like the old school smoked chicken mm. thigh, chicken mm. thigh oh, and turkey yeah. breast. Oh, oh, I bet that was good. Oh, it was good. Fresh smoked turkey. Oh, oh it, was, it was it was good. Anyways, uh, for for your best uh, sub shop in Jacksonville, it's Angie's right there at the corner of Beach and Penman. And your tides, the Mayport tide for today at 1020, uh, 10.27 a.m. Soon after the show ends, it'll be a low tide. That's a point three, four forty-five p.m. this evening, this afternoon, whatever you want to can refer to it as. It's a 3.93 high tide at Mayport. That's the Mayport bar it's a pilot weird dock. tide. Yeah, and you can add about 45 minutes to an hour to that yeah. because of that west wind that's yeah. been honking yeah. the last couple of days. You know? yeah. uh, so. By the way, I have not seen any pelicans diving. Yeah, so so it was interesting. You know, last week I caught pogies on the beach. Obviously, I sent you guys a picture and stuff, and uh, didn't see. You know, I, I didn't fish much this week, but like yesterday, fishing the jetties and stuff. Didn't see. I, no, no, I didn't see any pelicans diving. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nope, nope. Little little, little wave awesome. of them probably went deep. Yep. You know, they'll be back. Yeah, they'll be back. All right, so a couple of the posts on uh, the Outdoor Show Facebook and Instagram page. Uh, this one was great. We had a friend of the Outdoor Show send us this video, and I'm going to see if I can play it where you can just hear the audio because it's pretty he's cool. in his it's, backyard. It's, it's a great one. Yeah, we bad. Hey, right. Was that? I cracked myself up. <laughs> oh, this, this, I had a little gas problem <laughs> yeah, there. And it, too and much it, bearded pig. It's funny. If you haven't seen it, go to our Facebook or Instagram page because <laughs> when he passes gas, the, the two gobblers, and there's two of them. They hesitate for a second. They both get straight necked yeah, like, yeah. oh, what was that? They hesitate just for a second. <laughs> Something wrong with that turkey. <laughs> it, was, it was funny. Anyway, uh, check that out. And then also... Uh, Kevin, mm-hmm. how big? How many? How, how many pounds you reckon that bass is? I, I, I would guess around eight. That's I mean, a that's one. a great bass. That's a fat one. You just let him go, right? Put oh yeah, yeah, 
Yeah. Bank, bank fishing? Huh? Yeah. What'd with you Shiner. catch them with? Shiner. Shiner? Yeah. Oh, that's oh, yeah. cheating. <laughs> totally cheating. Hey, totally man. Cheating. Yeah, so. Use a balloon or just a cork? Uh, Cage of Thunder. There you go. Because it, it, it whatever I think, you know, it, there is a little art to shotter fishing. You can't just oh, throw absolutely. him out there, you know, and, no. and you've got to keep him swimming. You've got to keep him. And, and, and when you get him up on the surface and he's kind of pulling against the cork, that's money. It's money. I'm yeah, telling that, you. That's, it it, like it brings the, them in from five acres. That's the teaser right there. <laughs> yeah, but Where I, do you get your shiners from? So it was interesting and, and – would love to talk to Scotty about this because I, I I told you guys in February going down there feeding my brim, um, I haven't seen any shiners, none. Hmm. And uh, Carrie and I got there on 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 Sunday afternoon, and uh, I walked down there and I'm like, I'll be damned. Um, there were shiners everywhere, huh. everywhere. So they just went down deep. They go down deep, and, yeah. and but I I swear I think they come up and because the um, there's a lot of betting going mm-hmm. on right there. Uh, with the specs and but I think they come up in there to eat the eggs, probably. Yeah, you know? maybe. Uh, I guess they come. Up, but, well, we but Jeff, I mean, literally, um, uh, you know, little little hook, little brim rod, little, little piece bread of ball, bread. little tiny piece of bread ball. That's how yeah. we used to catch them. And, and I caught, That's, I caught. That makes it fun. Oh, oh it does. Yeah, you caught, cane, caught cane pole or regular pole. Regular pole. I like cane pole though. I like yeah, cane pole. Yeah, yeah you can you either can, one. Yeah, either one. Um, cane pole would actually be easier mm-hmm. than than the little. You know, it's, it's that little Zepco, you know, yep. push button. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but I caught six shiners and uh, threw them in there and, and didn't, you know, I didn't go down there until about six o'clock once that sun gets below the pine trees. And the the, the first bait went out there five minutes and, and um, just just a giant splash, you know, which mm-hmm. is cool. I'm, I missed that one and I missed the second one. And then this bass, which was so cool. That shiner was just you. You you know what's getting ready to happen, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, he, and he's up there, and it, it was, there was no splash, there was no nothing, it was just suck them down. Right just, down. I mean, just tarpon. like, and I was like, oh my god, that's so cool. Mm. <laughs> just like a tarpon. It's like a tarpon or a, or a trout or something, mm-hmm. you know, that, that has a, a, yep. a, you know, and and um, that's caught, a beautiful caught, fish. Yeah, beautiful fish. Yeah. Man. Fat, she, the she's coloring fat. on it, yeah, yeah, she's beautiful. She's in great shape. You can see her tail's just a little messed up, probably from, from mm-hmm. making her bed and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, yeah, it was was. Was really happy, yeah, really to, to see that. So really pretty. That, that, fish. that pond is simply amazing. That's cool. Yep, very cool. Yep. You and know. then uh, we had a another post. We're going to go to talk to mm-hmm. Willie here uh, before we take or after we take a break, I guess. But just real quick, uh, last weekend, you know, I was doing the show from Georgia, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, I believe it was because Saturday it rained, and Sunday we well, we went out and we did some shed hunting. Mm-hmm. So we go and you walk the fields and try to find antlers. That uh, the, that the bucks had dropped from this past year, and uh, we kind of always look forward to it. And it's kind of a family thing. Me and Tara do it with uh, with Taylor, and then Merle, who is our dog. You know, we, I taught him a couple years ago how to try to find sheds. And you know, every year, you know, it's, it's like a, you, you don't take them, but a couple times a year, or so you, know, you kind of mm-hmm. got to refresh his memory a little bit. Yeah, this year it didn't have to refresh his memory at all. Uh, right. Take him out there, and 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 what the you know, he's. There's always names or terms that he, you know, he understands, and all you have to do is say to him is hunt him up, mm-hmm. hunt him up. When you have to tell him that, he starts uh, looking. He just starts getting like, starts going weaving back and forth through the field, and uh, sometimes you you'll see one before he will smell it or see it, and uh, so you kind of guide him over there to you know to let him find mm-hmm. it. Well, we had saw one and 
kind of brought him downwind of it, and then he found it. Now he's like, okay, now he's got the game figured out. And we kept on walking, and next thing you know, all of a sudden, he disappears behind us and run around. And we're letting him run around, yeah. you know. And, and all of a sudden, he comes back with a shed. I'm like, nice. what? Nice. That's like, cool. Right. So then, Proud daddy. Yeah, yeah, comes right back and, of course, runs right in front of you to show you that he did good. And then he and, runs away wanting you to catch him. And then you got to kind of get it back from him because yeah. he wants to chew on it for a while, which is fine. You let him do that, and you you know you tell him how good he is. Yeah, good boy, you know, and all that kind of stuff. Reward, and then uh, and then we continued on to find we we found eleven total. Dang, and um, he found by himself six. That's that's and way cool. one of them, the biggest one. I must have drove over it with the tractor because it was literally. I'm assuming, okay, because we're walking through this field, and the next thing you know, he stops and he starts sniffing around, and all of a sudden, then he zeroes in on a spot, and he's sniffing, and then he starts scratching at the ground. And I'm like, what? what is he doing? Mm. You know, is it, is it an antler? Is it something else? And I'm like, that's got to be a land. I'm like, get him, Merle, get him, Merle. You know, so he starts scratching and again and digging at the ground, and then he, after scratching for a you know, 10, 15, 20 seconds. Then he sticks his nose down there and pulls out an eight point, you know, a <laughs> four. Yeah, it was nice. big. It was the biggest shed we found. Wow. And what had, I'm guessing what happened is that I drove over with the tractor when I mowed that one field for the clover and pushed it down into the ground. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, it wasn't the tines up. Right. It, so he had to dig and then to pull it out of the ground. And it was buried in about a, a patch of, 10, 12-inch deep stuff. You couldn't see it. I mean, mm. you could walk stand over the top of it, wow. and you wouldn't have saw it. And he got it. That's cool. It's awesome. So uh, so that was cool. Uh, cool stuff with shed hunting with Merle and the family. And uh, Tara won. She found more than I did. Mm. Well, there's no way I could beat Carrie. I can't see anyway. It's an art. It, it really yeah, is absolutely. an art. Yeah, well, yeah, it, it, to, to, you got to start figuring out. Where to find sheds. That's right. what you have to do on your property. You can't just walk around and, yeah. you know, there's 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 ways to find sheds. Pretty cool, too, that uh, year after year, historically, you find places that they kind of they always are at. Yep. You know, so anyway. All right, we come back. We'll talk to Willie, and maybe he's calling in to verify some catch or something, which doesn't qualify from the El Cheapo because you got to weigh fish for it to be counted. So... I mean, I'm gonna. I'll have to text Dave Edwards. <laughs> I'll text Dave Edwards, call in and say how big ours was. You know, yeah, oh, yeah. get a lie. All right, if you'd like to join in, 904-641-1010. Thank you, Charters. Right here on the Total Liars Forum of the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. some pretty good music but uh i like the last week's selections much better hey i like this settle down i like this. <laughs> oh, hey cnh marine tell cons- me how to do my job that's right holy <laughs> hold little- on a second whoops oh uh, something happened to jeff's mic just now so- a piece of waterfront <laughs> oh oh so 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 you gotta you, you gotta remember now cnh marine right yeah yeah, yeah. Well, well we had a little outing an yeah. outing yeah, yesterday. He called me yesterday and wanted your phone number. I Who, guess Bob did? Yeah. He's like, you so, got Kevin's number? I said, yeah, hang on. I'll give it to you. Yeah. He's a good guy. I like Yeah. Him. Yeah. So, so. Y'all fished? 
Yeah, well, we did for a little while. Okay. Okay. Because, you know, it was an 8 o'clock departure, and Bob texted me, we're running a little late. Oh. Yeah. One of those guys. Y- yeah. So, 8.40. <laughs> a little late? <laughs> yeah, 8.40. That's a little bit beyond and, uh, and, a little. And, and, and uh, I, I'm fine with it. I'm on their time, right? Yeah. You yeah. know? I mean, I Bob, get it. Yeah. And, and, you know, Cody. Yeah, his son. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You know, I mean, what what what, what can I do? You Nothing. know, I mean, we're missing half the time. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, and uh, so, Willie, we'll get to you. I promise you. <laughs> anyway, we ended up having a great day, and um, cool. Bob struggled a little bit. Uh oh. You know, I mean, but we uh, it was it was, it, it, it was great spending time, honestly, with with him and. Cody and and Steve from Ring Power, but Jeff, we ended up cleaning eight whiting and a drum, and not one of the whiting was under sixteen inches. Wow, oh, really, I, really, I, dude, you you should you should have wow. seen these whiting. Um, it was it was amazing catching it in the um, in the inlet in the inlet. Yeah, yeah okay. In the inlet. Um, and, and, and uh, uh, total props to uh, Captain Scott Shank because he called me. I was up the river and I, he, we, he we were doing him. nothing. And he yeah. goes, "Man, he goes, you, you, you got to get out of here." And uh, when I pulled up to him, he had a triple of pompano. Whoo! Wow! Yeah, yeah. And it was funny. He never called a whiting, and I never called a pompano. Up by Goldstein's Point? No, we were out the inlet. Okay. Yeah, we were out the inlet. It was yeah. beautiful, beautiful yesterday. It was a pretty day. Yeah, it, the water was amazing. This uh, lad good yesterday yeah. morning. After all that rain, I was a little concerned they might not. But boy, they fired up good yesterday. Yeah. But, but it was it was kind of cool. Riding up and down the intercoastal, and watching Bob and Corey talk about docks and and, and, and stuff like that. Uh-huh. So it was it was it was a great day. Well, uh, because CNH Marine Construction, yeah, okay, right. if you got a little piece of waterfront heaven, want to make it even better. Uh, just give CNH Marine Construction a call. Docks, bulkheads, boat houses, boat lifts, maintenance, rebuilds, brand new. You, they they handle it all. Mm-hmm. Uh, great prices and great people. All right, let's go to the phone lines and bring up Willie. Morning, Willie. Hey, good morning, guys. Morning, Willie. Good morning, Willie. Did Kirk text so, uh, you? Nope. Do what? Did Kirk text you? Text me? What, this morning? Yeah. No, I heard you on the radio. Oh, okay. I was just checking to make sure he wasn't, you know, texting you saying, Willie, help me out. I'm getting picked on. Yeah, right. <laughs> Bring yeah. some shrimp. Bring <laughs> <laughs> <Eat> some shrimp. <laughs> so what, what's going on? What, what help me, Tom Cruise. Help okay. me, Tom Cruise. Uh, okay, just a, a little rehash here. You know, two weeks ago, Kirk had the uh, Kirby Co. Builders Cooking Tip of the Week, which was the crab-stuffed shrimp, which mm-hmm. is, I mean, it looks tremendous. And so yeah. uh, we were promised that it would be brought in today so that we could try it. Well, well, wait, 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 wait. He promised to bring it the next week, and you said, no, not next yeah. week. I said, I'm not going to be here. I'm not going to be in okay, no here. <laughs> that was pre-surgery, and I was going to bring it, Yeah, but you weren't going to be here, so we delayed it. So we delayed it to, yeah. to today. Yeah. And, uh, Delay so, of game. So, Willie. Uh, you know all about that. As trying to have a complete meal you know how i am about food i figured mm-hmm. it would be a surf and turf and so this week's kirby co uh, builders cooking tip of the week is a chuck roast and so i was wondering too what you were doing because most of the food is on the floor down there by like your garden well i just decided I to, you were waiting, to pull it give back that to your dog and he was hiding somewhere well, I, just, I decided to pull it back off the table for you know good reason <laughs> but anyway i i you know so we cooked a we tara cooked a chuck roast <laughs> I better be careful there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
And uh, so I figured, you know, hey, Willie, you know, surfing turf, right? Chuck roast. I mean, f- slow cook chuck roast and uh, crab stuffed shrimp. I mean, that would be amazing. Yeah. And yeah, uh, yeah, so right now. yeah, so I'm fired up and Kevin's fired up. You yeah. know, we both, you know. Uh, well, uh, because I didn't bring the shrimp, nobody's eating anything. Yeah. We're so, all penalized. <laughs> We're all going in the box. <laughs> Kevin, you're not getting any chuck roast. You can chuck no, chuck Kevin's, like Kevin's going to get some chuck roast. Yeah, <laughs> you're not getting you're not getting squat. I'm not getting squat. Yep, yep. I might give you just one. I'm going into timeout bleachers over here in in the production room. We have a set of bleachers in here. So anyway, but then and then Kirk started to claim that that he won. Well, you, the no, wait a minute. You brought it up. You brought up the sheephead. Debacle. Well, and, no, no, I didn't bring you know, up that so, I had a bigger fish or than you. Uh, you said that there was a fish that you caught and it just wasn't very big, and I said no. No, I didn't say that. We were talking about shiners. It came along that conversation. Yeah, I don't know how I, we went from shiners to sheephead. Yeah, I don't know. I it mean, came. It, it, you know, what do you call that? A segue. It segued into a sheephead. I don't know how. Yeah, there, but you did bring it up. Saying I didn't mention it. That when somebody tries to talk over you, they don't have enough factual information to back up what they've got. Oh, and so well, Willie. So Willie, you're here to, and Willie's a very dependable, <laughs> honest, sincere person. Uh huh. And Willie, and why is Willie here? That's why I'm asking. Well, Willie, I, I think just real quick, I but, think that Kirk, okay, Kirk earlier asked if Willie would call to verify his catch of the sheep. I didn't catch it, but, but um, Mike Wren caught it. My point was in our boat, though, in our competition. That yeah. in order to win, you had to weigh a fish. It was the same. Well, with, if I- if I would have known that, that wouldn't have been an issue because I could have taken it off the boat and gone up there and had it weighed. But we thought it was just a gentleman's agreement. No, 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 no. There, no, no, no. there, oh, there are no gentlemen oh, here, no Willie. Gentlemen among yeah, that, thieves. That, that, there was one gentleman well, who was cleaning this place, and he just left. Okay. Yes. Um, but <laughs> and and listen, I, I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now in the gray goose bet. Does gentlemen count? No, sir. Thank you. And I have embarrassed my good buddy James Schulte because, look, there's a chance that we're going to win this thing with a 18-pound fish. And he goes, yeah. well, but what about the, the the big tournament? I I don't care about the big tournament. Yeah, we, we're going to – and I, I he – he always does it. He takes mm-hmm, my little 17, 18 pound pitch mm-hmm. in there and weighs it in. So, yes, that's – You got to weigh in. You, got, you do. You got to weigh in. Of course, you do that. Okay. So, I guess it's a push. It is yeah, a it's a push. I mean, it's, and, you know, my the old saying is, stop begging. <laughs> well, I'm is that a saying? Of, I don't. That sounds like some I'm whining gonna, to me. What do you think, Willie? I mean, no, I'm not you whining. lose, just, you lose. I'm, you just got to suck it up and go, hey, man, I lost. I caught a little one, they caught a big one. conversation would have gone if the shoe was on the other foot. We were actually kind of. Oh, yeah. <laughs> always. <laughs> the flag would be no, way up the pole, buddy. No, no. no actually, actually, I believe that they've had this push before, and Jeff had a bigger fish. I had a bigger We'd fish. We'd have a marching band, but I didn't weigh in the parking right, lot. And you didn't weigh. And, and yeah. so it was just like, okay, no big yeah. deal. But especially, especially, and, the, and why, one of the big reasons why, Willie, that uh, you have to have these rules is because there are some unscrupulous types that you do make bets with. Cheaters. Okay? <laughs> For example, okay, there this year was another side bet with the boat of Ed Malin and Gordon Groom. Mm-hmm. Okay? Oh, those are Uh-oh. cheaters. They are totally untrustworthy. Cheaters. Total Uh-oh. cheaters. Yeah. Oh, no. Rapscallions. They are, they, are, they are live well 
fish throwing yes. scallywags. Before They're being scallywags. scallywags. Known scallywags. <laughs> <laughs> Proven <laughs> factual scallywags. And here's the deal. This is not, to them, it is not a one-day tournament. No, it it's is not. It's kind of like a three-day before and then fish Saturday tournament. I, correct. <laughs> I went into live well for a few days. <laughs> so, Willie, so because of some known scallywags that uh, you have side bets with, okay, okay? You have to have the tournament factual True. data to refer to, okay? Oh, so that's why we said you have to wait. Okay. We're willing to, hang, we're willing to take hang, a polygraph, aren't we, Willie? If it was just, around, Willie, if it was just me yeah. and you and Kirk and, you know, and Dave Edwards and Fred Miles and, you know, Mike Hayes, you know, the the trustworthy guys, okay, yeah. then we could have a gentleman's bet. But then when you involve scallywags, <laughs> then you have to have very, parameters. De- very de- defined parameters. It's a whole lowest common denominator thing, Willie. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Willie, we got to take a break. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, we're going to be eating a lot of turkey sandwiches. <laughs> well, wait a minute. We talked over Willie the whole time. Willie, did you want to share anything with us? I'm sorry, Willie, there's no time. But... Uh... <laughs> I guess I'll just have to wait till next No, we'll done. put them on hold. Let's put them on hold because I've got a question for Willie. Okay. Okay? I've got a serious question for Willie about uh, a fish and reel and because I have a fish and reel that was acting up a little bit, and this is just a little tip that Willie can give all of us, and we'll do that right after this break right here on the Nimnick Buick GMC Outdoor Show. <laughs> Heard this song a long time. All right, so take a guess where I'm going this week. Carrie and I. Um, Georgia. Nope. Steen Hatchet. That's right. Are Woo-hoo! you really? Yes, we are. We're leaving on Monday morning. You uh, you, you got some fishing lined up? Yep. We're going to fish all day Tuesday with Jody. Drift oh, nice. Over there. Yep. Yeah. And, nice. uh, and, what are you and, going for? Um, I'm sure he wants to go trout fishing. Okay. You know, that, I mean, that's what I want to do. I want to go in the grass flats and. You're going to try to catch a sheep's head too? Yeah, you ought to ask him to take you that. Yeah, hit I, the sheep head. And, and I'm sure if that's. Fighting this time of year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't care. <laughs> catch fish. You catch yeah, fish. I'm with you. Yeah, I, we're, we're, yeah, we got reservations uh, for for Monday afternoon, and uh, and obviously say Monday night, and then we're gonna fish all day Tuesday, stay Tuesday night, and come back on Wednesday. So I'm I'm really looking forward to it, and the weather looks perfect. Yeah, looks weather really looks nice. perfect. You know, it's That's always great. it's always a. Uh, what are you staying in? What uh, we're staying in one of his cabins. One of the cabins. Yep, yep. Nice. Reserved one of his cabins. Yeah. What are you going to do for dinner? Are you bringing food? Or are you going to go out? Um, it's it's what both. You know, Carrie. Yeah. You know, we're gonna we're gonna pack the cooler because you've got. Do they have know, a kitchen? Oh, uh, full cabin? full blown okay. kitchen, and then and then you got the Weber grill on the screened in porch. Yeah. You know, so um, yeah, we'll we'll pack the cooler and and. Uh, I mean, we would much rather eat there. Oh, yeah. you, know, you know what I mean? Hang out. And, oh, yeah. You know, I mean, so. Fix uh, a toddy, fire yeah, exactly, up the grill. Exactly. You yep. Know? Yep. Let yep. Carrie work her magic because mm-hmm. she's got some magic now. Yep. I mean, as far as cooking. Wow. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, me and her and the dog are going to take off and, and I'm looking forward to it. I, I I talked to Jody last week and, and he's like, man, he goes, you know, before scallop season, y'all y'all need to come and. I said, all right, I said, I got some days. And, and it was actually some days, Jeff, that I had Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday had taken to go turkey hunting. But we don't have a place to hunt in Florida hardly. So I'm just, I'm going to go to Steenhatchee and go go fishing. Looking forward to it, man. I haven't I haven't been over there fishing in, in a while. Yeah, yep, that'll so. be fun. All right, let's go back to Willie. I got a question for, for Willie. Okay, hey, Willie, the uh, 
a lot of times you, yep. you have a rod that maybe it sits up for a little while, hasn't you know been used, and then the handle, the you know where the 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 knob where the knob uh-huh. is at, okay, yep. sometimes can get a little stiff. Yep. Okay. What can and what do you recommend? Because there's a million things out there as far as lubricants. What do you recommend that you put where that knob spins around on the handle? Well, if it's real tight, I mean, really stiff, you want to loosen it up first to get the corrosion because it's corrosion that's causing it to lock up. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll take a couple drops of crawl, K R O L, so like nut buster. Okay. That's stuff I've found that I use. Just one or two drops and work it back and forth until it freezes. And you'll feel it. It'll all of a sudden, like, free it up. And then I'll wipe as much of that off as I can. And then I'll use my um, super lube. Super lube. what I use because super lube, that's all I use. I use a super lube grease and a super lube uh, liquid. Mm-hmm. All right. Willie, if, a, that, um, if that handle's really tight, do you, I mean, can you take a, I'm not talking about a sharp knife, but do you take a knife blade and kind of put it down there and try to scrape a little bit to, you know, loosen the corrosion up or? Well, yeah, but usually the corrosion is up in the shaft. Yeah, it's up it's in there where you can't see it. And get I it. got you. If you can see corrosion, I use a um, stainless steel toothbrush or a brass toothbrush mm-hmm. to get in there and kind of clean out some of it so that this crawl and this um uh super lube can get down in there right and just put a couple drops and just kind of it doesn't seem like much but you can move that handle in and out just a little bit and every time you move it in and out it draws it in to that shaft just a little bit deeper each time you move it in and out and then just keep moving it around moving it around and eventually it um It'll free itself up. I had a guy that brought me an old ambassador with the double paddle handles, and one of them was completely locked up. Mm-hmm. Not only do you want to put it where the handle joins the flat plate, but also look at the end of the handle and see if there's a hole or an opening where you can drop a couple drops in that and let it seep down in there and just keep working it around, and it'll free itself up. Okay. Yeah, I was just kind of curious because a lot of times, you know, you get a rod or reel or something you haven't used in a while, and, you know, it gets that little handle, gets a little stiff. Where, where, and, I'm just curious, where did you store that rod? In the garage. It's been in the garage for a while. Yeah. You know, so it's one of those you things know. I haven't picked it up and probably, yeah. you know, so it's a rod it's, that I like, you know, but it, it's, 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 it's amazing. I have a problem. Uh, I have too the, many rods. The, the, the difference of storing a, a rod in the garage or in the house. Oh, it makes all the world. In, it's, it's all the difference it, in the world. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, because it, the 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 environment in your house is right. being dehumidified because you're at you know your yeah. HVAC system from thick pan heating and cooling is making sure that yeah it's eating up some Everybody of that stuff. Whereas yeah. yeah, and your garage has all the humidity in the world. Yeah. So, and the reason is that is a lot of people are using petroleum products for lubrication, and they break down after a while, and they become like clay or mustard, and they thicken up these synthetic products. So if you're buying stuff, buy some synthetic oils and lubes versus a petroleum product, which the synthetic does not break down. Yeah, so the super lube that you're talking about, that's a synthetic multipurpose lubricant. It is. Okay, 
All right, and then uh, let me ask you another question. When you talk about breaking it, what was the first product you said to put on there to help break it loose a little bit? Called Crawl. Crawl. C-R-O-L. C-R-O-L. Is that kind of similar to Break Free? Say again? There's a product out there called Break Free. Mm-hmm. It's which, a nut buster, Break Free. Same kind of thing, right? Okay. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's a, it breaks down any kind of... Uh, corrosion or like ball bearings if you get a ball bearing that's locked up you put this crawl on there and it breaks down the corrosion that's holding and it'll free it up and then you can oil it and that bearing is still good it's amazing how effective some of those products are like break free and and this crawl stuff you're talking about i mean if you try to like loosen up a, a bolt nut you know and and if you don't put the stuff on versus when you spray it and let it sit for a couple hours or something, it's amazing. Did you did you find yeah. some of this product, Willie, by working on the, the fighter jets you guys maintain? The crawl, the crawl I did, that's what we use a lot, and it's amazing. I and mean, it's K-R-O-L, it's correct? R-O-L. It okay. might be K-R-O-I-L, but I think it's K-R-O-L. It's crawl. K-R-O-I-L. Okay. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. And it's crawl. pronounced crawl. Crawl, crawl, whatever. I call it crawl. Like crawling, but crawl. It's like right. it's oil with a can and R. Crawl. There you go. It so, comes in like a three-in-one can, you know, three-in-one oil. Yeah, he's so, got it up now. It's it's oh, it's like KR oil, you know. So this okay. must this has been around since uh, 1939. It's a silicone penetrant. Huh. Wow. It's, it's, it's the best stuff I've used, and I've used probably all of it. Yeah, and the crawl is stinks, but it's good stuff. Stinks, that's okay. Well, sometimes some of the better, you know, lubricants and stuff that've been around for for ages, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But I I'm going to the synthetics now. I I don't use any petroleum lubrications or oils. Yeah, I've the uh, seen, and then too many reels that have been set up and had the lubrication in it, and I just I I won't use anything that's petroleum anymore because i see what it does after you know five ten years yeah. and i get reels in here that haven't been touched in five and ten years so wow that's crazy willie thanks buddy we appreciate it yeah we appreciate yeah, you man. man next year next year <laughs> next year I'll, next year I'll, brother I'll, I'll wait, there's a spirit wait, that's right i wait 16 inch fish <laughs> just kind of, just, just, uh, hey, that's, well, there's scallywags that are just that have pushed us to well, this point. That's all it is. <laughs> you calling us a liar too? No, 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 no. I, I don't think any words like that came guys out. Liars. No. Now, no. Uh-uh. would you would you might fudge a little bit? I mean, Captain Kirk, no. fudge. No, we actually put that bit. on. Yeah, if you look you're at a that fudger. cooler, if you look you at the picture, Chris, Kevin, of the cooler lid, there is a tape measure at the top. I did. I looked at that. So there's, but but I was skeptical, the, honestly. The, the fish, fish looked like it had been dead for four days. Agreed. Well, yes. It, well, it, what was it, it looked eaten. like it had actually been thawed out. About that fish. Hey, it, there was something about that fish that both sides of his cheeks looked like he had just rubbed them raw, or they had been in a cage. He oh, looked. He literally looked like the yeah. tournament winner well, he came, from yep. last year. Yeah. He came out of a wreck from 2018. Yeah. That's what it looked. Yeah, Mike like. caught but him out I, of a wreck in about 45 feet of water. Yeah. I saw, I was surprised at how beat up both of his cheeks were. I mean, they were yeah. raw. He was beat up. He was, yeah, he must have been checked pretty bad. But I'm anyway. serious. Let's because um, if that fish, let's say, it were eleven or twelve pounds, right? Oh, he would be subject to all kinds of 
Corkscrew. Pe- people would have oh, looked okay. at yeah. that fish and said, oh, yeah. "You'd have to take a oh, something funny going on here." Right. You know, you, yeah, you might have him and put him in a cage. Yeah, yeah. somebody. Yeah. Oh, he was kept in a crab trap for right. days right. or weeks. He was. And, he was beat up. Yeah, he was ugly. Looking. He was, oh, he was an ugly fish. He looked like that pretty much coming out of the water. That's something you would totally expect yeah. to see, Gordon yeah. and Ed. <laughs> Sure. It's a scallywag fish. <laughs> the scallywags Urgh, that they are. The pirate ship. Yes, that they would show up with that. Uh, we got we got to roll <laughs> the black flag. <laughs> people there, uh, yeah. Uh, well, you know, I mean, it's, the facts are facts. I mean, you know, <laughs> scallywags are scallywags. Fire, matey. Have a nice day. Right, thank you, Willie. All right, Willie. Thank you, brother. All right, folks. Uh, don't go anywhere. We got an LV Hires gear tip of the week. And as a matter of fact, we've already had questions on Facebook about the pictures that, that the, the camera took that I posted. Mm-hmm. And anyway, uh, we're going to tell you what that camera is when we come back right here on the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. It's time now for the LV Hires Inc. Gear Tip of the Week. LV Hires supplies quality fuels and lubricants all across the southeast, and they can help your job. Job site, business, doesn't matter. Go to LVHIERS.com to learn more. The welcome to the Nimnik Outdoor Show post on Facebook and Instagram was a bunch of trail camera pictures as well. And we got the question on that post about, wow, are you going to tell us what kind of camera that was? Well, here we go. Yeah. This is your LV Hires Inc. Gear Tip of the Week. The camera, Kevin, is cheap. Yeah. It's um, cheap as far as price. Yeah. It's it's amazing. And and by the way, I didn't find this camera. My buddy Roger did. and he, he bought a couple of them, and we started using them, and we're like, at, at that time, they were $50. $50. Uh, yeah, they were 50 bucks. Wow. And, and, you know, a good camera costs you 150 Easy. Easy, you yeah. know? Easy. And so, uh, literally, the, the, we started using these cameras, and they, they became our favorite, so we bought five more uh, this year. And so, it, 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 the cool thing is, is that the... The two that are two years old, and Jeff, you you use trail cameras as long as I have. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times, you, some of them you may get like three, four, five years, but but some of them all of a sudden they just start taking too many pictures, or it's like yeah. they, they don't last. They're cheap, Broke. you know. Yeah. But we've had no issues with with these cameras, and when and, and you know normally you know we put them over a corn pile or a food plot, and I had put this one on a on a beaver dam because I I was just curious about. When the beavers were there, and, and I wanted to get pictures of them, and I checked these pictures, and I was sitting there on my computer, and I told Carrie, "You've got, you got to come check this out." I mean, some of these wood duck pictures—is there anything more beautiful in the woods than a no, male I wood duck? No. I mean, I mean, my in the God. wild like that—that's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, and they're 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 you know they're in that you know in that current. But the other cool thing is that if you if you look at the dates of of those pictures, you know it starts out with 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 no dam. And then you you see half a dam, and then you see a full dam. You know, it's it, the beavers are they're 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 working it, but it, it was it was really cool. And there's a picture on there of a deer. And if you if you and I mean I really I was like, why did that? And this camera's really good about not taking pictures unless something's there. And I was getting ready to erase that picture. I go, what? What is in here? You know? Yeah, because you, you didn't know what was in the picture. No. You're like, there's nothing in the picture that should have triggered the camera to yeah. take a picture. Yeah. And when you said, look real close at this one particular picture, so I'm looking and looking. He goes, can you? You said, can you find the deer? Yeah. I'm looking like crazy, and I, 
I literally was like, he's joking. (laughs) Yes, it's a reflection. And it was, and I finally saw the reflection. And folks, if you look real close on the Welcome to the Nimnik Outdoor Show post, it's the one picture where, and don't look for the deer in the woods so much as look for the reflection of the deer first. And you'll find the deer that way. Amazing you took it that picture. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Awesome. So it's called an X-Teller trail camera? Yeah. Um, and, and again, all you can do is go to Facebook, and, and I, I made sure I took a close picture of it so you can Holy see the Holy crap, that's crazy. Isn't that neat? Oh, isn't that, isn't that, that wild? deer, Did I just you find yeah. the reflection? Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm, I see the reflection. I still can't see the deer. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm serious. but I, I went, And I'm so glad that I didn't erase that picture because I kept looking at it and looking at it. And, and then I, I, like I said, I said, Gary, look at this. You know, she's like, well, what are you looking at? And I said, just keep looking. It's almost like a 3D mm-hmm. picture. But that damn camera took that picture. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, when, so, and even when you said look for the deer in the picture, I was having a hard time finding I, I, the deer. Kirk, I went over there and said find the deer. I he couldn't said, find I, it. I, he said, I got no idea where it is. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So check yeah. check it out, folks. Yeah. It's uh, on our Facebook page and, and our Instagram page. And that's what uh, this week's LV Hires Inc. Gear Tip of the Week. Check out the X-Teller Trail Camera. Very inexpensive option for trail camera, whether you use it for hunting, you know, uh, security, security, surveillance. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you name it. Uh, those trail camera things Like are I said, the cool handy. thing. About it, it has three sensors. But if you look at it, see, it, it has a sensor that goes sh- straight out, mm-hmm. and then it has the other two sensors: one that goes left and one that goes right. And and so it takes picture. It takes a parameter, three hundred and sixty or one hundred and eighty, big wide screen pictures. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of like just something on the corn pile. Yeah, you'll see deer walking way, way behind, past way past. It. Yeah, it. that's yeah. cool. It's really cool. Yeah, I we're, love that we're, woodpecker too. Isn't that oh, great? The, oh, that pileated woodpecker. Man. When I saw that, I was yeah, like, great and they use standard memory cards, etc. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, and they're right. very easy to set up. Okay, like like way easy. Simple. Just, simple. On, Simple's always best. Yeah. I just googled it online, and Walmart is offering it right now at a price drop for sixty one thirty five. Yeah. Yeah, so Amazon, got, Walmart, it, yeah. great prices got, on them. It got five stars. It got five stars. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, so. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. It is. It I'll have is. to, I'll have to cool. check it out. Cool. That's uh, one of my next purchases, upgrading some cameras, getting maybe some cell phone cameras, et cetera. There you go. You know, because I, I love pictures. I love pictures. I love pictures. I, I'm telling you, when I when I was looking at this on the computer, I was, I was more excited about some of these pictures than deer pictures. Yeah. You know, it was so cool. Uh, by the way, uh, do you have an iPhone? I do. Okay. Have you gotten the memory card thing that plugs in so you can look at the pictures on your iPhone? Uh, dude, this is a six. So, uh, yeah. Okay. I don't yeah. know if it would I work on a six that. or not. Did you get it? I have it. Is it really good? Yeah, it's just it, thought it's, about getting it, it plugs in and it's just essentially, it's just like the, the, uh, the memory card thing that you have USB for a computer, but that this one plugs into your, your iPhone. And I now have an iPhone, which uh, fought it for years. Yeah, I do. Yeah, but change it in the fall, and uh, and it's it's awesome to where you can just plug it into your phone and that look at the cool. pictures right on your phone while you're in the woods. You know, especially yeah. during hunting season, you're like, you know, man, where am I going to hunt tomorrow? Let me real quick take a look at this. Right. You know, this chip. And you so can what do is it that. like a little rat tail device that goes in the phone? Exactly. And you just lay the chip in it. Yeah. So then it's just got the little plug in. Oh, that's uh, cool. I got to get phone. one of those. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, I got that. Is that, that's cool? That's money. Yeah. Yeah, fantastic, and uh, it's the same. It's a little bit different. My, my iPad is different than my iPhone. The yeah. plug, 
But anyway, those things are fantastic and uh, handy to have in the woods. And so I really like trail cameras. And uh, how many do you have now? Well, I have seven of them. We have seven of those. Seven of those. Seven of those. And, and uh, we probably have a total of 15 cameras. Wow. You've got a lot. Yeah. But I, I, I have no idea how many we have out because the guys yeah. put them out. Yeah. And I put out Everybody's a got some. And Kyle puts them out. Yeah. Jim yeah. puts them out. Yeah. Uh, I got a, a, literally the list on the refrigerator on a magnet. Oh, where they all are? Where they all are because I you'll, love – You'll forget them. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, I have forgotten them uh, I'm bad times. about that. Yeah. I really am. I actually have a, a archery stand down yeah. in the swamp somewhere, and I put it down there two years ago. I still haven't found it. <laughs> <laughs> I walked it in there, and I'm like, Dad, gum it. Where did I put that thing? I, I know it's in there. I just yeah, got to go in that slew and look yeah. for it. And yeah. One thing you got to kind of be careful of is the, the straps will rot. Sometimes. Oh, you got to replace everything. Yeah, so you that's the cool sure. thing about those Viper stands, though. I mean, the summits—you order a kit and you put all the new fabric, all the new. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, that's cool. The bands. You're talking about the deer stands themselves. Yeah, the deer, the actual stand. It, I got you. And every about every two years, I just order the kit. The kit. I was only talking like, about the straps that go around a tree for the trail camera. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah you got to kind of be aware. Yeah, yep. they'll fall off. That, yep. Yeah, those oh, will yeah. rot. Yeah. They'll oh, rot. absolutely, they rot. Yeah, being out in the sun. Mm-hmm. All right, let's take a break. Uh, we come back. We'll talk to you at 904-641-1010. And then uh, got a couple little uh, tidbits uh, from the National Wild Turkey Federation want to talk about. And then is turkey season ever going to open up in the state of Georgia? God, it's just it, – it, it, it's sick. It stinks. It? I hate it, it does. It stinks. <laughs> I hate it. Uh, it's new yeah. I, It was so funny because I went and sat on Monday morning. Yeah. And, and Carrie's like, oh, cool. How you many gunshots on? did you hear? None. I can tell you this. Uh-huh. About that. Uh, I heard a gunshot. Uh-huh. Uh, I think there's some people that are like, you know what? I'm I'm gonna hunt like it always have. Fudging, yeah. you know, fudging the edge. Yeah, I mean, it's I, I was yeah. because I was where was I? I because even even she was like, she's like, really? They took two weeks off the front. She goes, yeah. why did not they take two weeks off in May? I know, you know. And I, I know. I, I was I, I was I sitting there early in the morning outside with Merle, mm-hmm. and uh, and you know the turkeys, you know, they were getting after it pretty good, and all of a sudden I heard, boom. I'm like, okay, if somebody wasn't target practicing at this time of the day, <laughs> yeah, right. I, said, so I think somebody was starting a little early yeah. because youth season is not open yet. No, it is not. <laughs> All right, 904 <laughs> right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. Let's uh, go to the phone lines and bring up Jamie this morning. He's got uh, some kayak questions. Oh, we'll let you take this one. <laughs> morning, Jamie. Hey, good morning, guys. So, so I got my first kayak, and I wanted to start red fishing. And so I've never done that before. I've always grown up uh, freshwater fishing for mm-hmm. bass. So any suggestions? I live over in St. John's County. So any suggestions, some easy places to put in and learn and <laughs> oh boy! Be, 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 careful, be careful of the curveball here. <laughs> well, there's not really good fishing anywhere around there. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding, Jamie. Uh, you, you, here's, here's what he's going to tell you, Jamie. Yeah, go go to uh, Goodies and, and launch there. I know some really good places. To <laughs> First thing that I will tell you, since you uh, you you have a kayak, is uh, there's an app and it's called Go Paddling. Do you have that on your phone yet? No. Okay, seriously, it's called it's called Go Paddling, and okay. 
that's an app, and that shows you all the different kayak launches that are in the area. It's a, it's a, it's a cool interactive map that you can use, and, and it will give you all. Because, you know, I mean, there's boat ramps, but then there's also kayak launches. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a kayak right. launch in Nocatee. There's a kayak launch right there at Palm Valley Outdoors. There's, uh, you know, boat ramps that you can use. And so the Go Paddling app tells you all the different places because I can tell you this. When you have a kayak, and you probably know this, Jamie, that uh, launching where a lot of boats are at is not always what you really want to do just to stay away from the traffic. It's one of the reasons gotcha. why you have a, have a kayak. Uh, so get, get the app. And then uh, the other thing I would recommend is that have you been to Strike Zone yet? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, you got all your baits and everything because I mean that's one of the things that I always tell people is that if you don't have the baits and the rod and and the gear, that's your next stop mm-hmm. is to go there, talk to the guys in the store, Dave Workman and his crew. They do a great job of helping you out, and uh, I'm a big fan of the uh, artificial baits just because it's easy and it's it's you know when you're on a kayak. I mean carrying live bait sometimes is not yeah, really you want to make it simple. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I get that. So uh, your different gulp baits and um, and such. Uh, get make sure you got all that. Make sure you're using fluorocarbon leader. And uh, typically, I like about twenty five pound fluorocarbon leader. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then get after it and fi- start fishing like you're bass fishing in, a, right. in a lot of ways. I mean, bass fishing and because you know I, I started as a bass fisherman when I got here. And applied some of those trips, uh, tick, uh, tricks and tactics to that, and it and it works. I mean, if you stick with some of that stuff. But yeah, the the app, and uh, and when you fish, I mean, look, you're not fishing just for redfish, right? I mean, when you go fishing in our area, Jamie, it's redfish. It might be a trout. It might be a bluefish. I mean, it could be a lot of different species, yeah. and that's the beauty of fishing our area. Is that you, when you when you cast and all of a sudden you get a bite? Sometimes you don't know what it is. Gotcha. Okay. Well, I appreciate. What kind of a kayak did you get? Uh, a Crescent CK one. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the uh, the owner that we had for the Christmas show. That's right. Is uh, and it's a great uh, a great kayak, and uh, there's a lot of different information places on the on the web where you can find out how to rig it and all of that. But I will tell you. Uh, the one thing that I love, because I have an old town, and the Crescent, you're, you have a paddle, correct? Yes. Okay. I love the pedal kayaks. Mm-hmm. That way you can fish a little bit easier because you're not worrying about paddling. So yeah. since you have a paddle kayak, do you have the anchor stake pole? Yes. Okay. How long did you get? Um, I think it's eight foot. You're good. Yeah. That's you yeah. got that's a absolute must when you have a paddle kayak so that you can, you know, keep your hands free so you can use that stake to mm-hmm. stick it in the marsh or in the bottom of a shallow water and to fish. But yeah, you're, you're, uh, what's your, what's, what kind of baits do you have? So I do have, I mean, I, I fish personally a lot of, uh, artificial. So I have, you know, stuff like Rapala's and things like that. Okay. Um, and then I've also heard you could use, Things like a uh, little grub. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Stuff like that. So I do a lot of like swim bait fishing. Okay. For that. So I, I'm, I'm a little like minnow type lord. Okay. The one one of the things I will recommend because you know you're coming from bass fishing, which you, as you say, you Rapala, those type of baits, and they do work. Mm-hmm. But scent is makes a big difference. It really does. 
and okay. Kevin and Kirk would agree too. That's why when it comes to artificial baits, we're huge fans of the gulp baits. Yeah. G U L P. Okay. And when you if you go to strike zone, you can buy jig heads and for kayaks, which you're doing a little bit more shallow water fishing. I like buying these jig heads that are in uh, 16th ounce, 8th ounce, and quarter ounce, and then even 3 8 ounce. I'm just going to yeah. throw another one out there is fish bites. Fish yes. bites, fish bites, and gulp, and, and fish bites now makes it, it, you know, just. They make like shaped yeah, grubs. Yeah, yeah, they're wonderful. And there's a lot of different kind of configurations that you can buy the gulp in. They come in shrimp, they come in a swimming minnow, they come in. Crawdad. Uh, crawdads. I mean, there's all kinds yeah. of options. I'm a big fan of the uh, the baits that look like a true minnow, and then the and then you probably Jamie, you know the curly tail Mister Twister tails. Okay, yep, I've heard of those. Those yep. are awesome in gulps because you get a lot of action with the tail without a lot of mm-hmm. movement or speed on the retrieve, and uh, and the colors. I mean, you guys throw out what like chartreuse, white, white, yep. And then root the, beer, root, root beer, new penny, new penny. What I would say, new penny, white, and chartreuse are your three must colors yeah. to have in your arsenal. Okay. okay, gotcha. And if you got that, man, you're 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 good to get started. Yep. Well, I just want to give a shout out to Hagen Coastal Outfitters over there on uh, San Jose. Um, they hooked me up with the kayak, so they did a great job. Thanks. Yep, you're welcome. That uh, in fact, that's uh, one of our. Big sponsors, mm-hmm. and that's where I got my old towns from. And by the way, they've uh, they're in the process of expanding their Hagen Coastal Outfitters reach. Okay, mm-hmm. so St. Augustine, you're coming, mm-hmm. and then some of the other Hagen Ace Hardware stores are now going to have a Hagen Coastal Outfitter in them. And then they have some big news coming. They've added a kayak line. Two Hagen Coastal Outfitters. Oh, big news. Big news. So big news. Uh, that's coming up. Yeah. That's coming up. Thanks, so. Jamie. Hey, thank you, guys. All thank right, you, buddy. Jamie. Good yeah. luck. Holler yeah. back if you yeah, have, have any questions. Because uh, remember, folks, if you got questions, not only do we take your call, mm-hmm. but you can send us a message on Facebook or Instagram, and we reply. And sometimes we're not yeah, on Johnny, Johnny on, on the, the spot. spot. <laughs> <laughs> it might take us a day, you know, or yeah. two yeah. sometimes, depending yeah, on what slow. our out- activities slow. are. If it's turkey season, we might be yeah, a, little, I know. a little late. I know. I know. You know, season, I, 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 was, I was thinking about this. Um, see, you guys took off two weeks, one week in in um, February. Y'all, y'all went fishing. Mm-hmm. Then y'all took the El Cheapo off, uh-huh. right? So, I, you know, I might have to miss next weekend. I'm going to be in Chicago. You oh, can't. Oh, no. See, I knew he was going to throw me under the bus. What's in Chicago? <laughs> we're, uh, we're actually um, – Having a little um, father, mom, mommy, daddy time. Yeah. Okay. So me and Tara are going to Chicago with uh, her sister and, um, cool. and brother-in-law. They actually got us. Chris will appreciate this. Got us tickets to go see the Avid Brothers. And uh, so we're flying Who? to Chicago. The Avid Who? Brothers. Who are they? You don't yeah. know who the Avid Brothers? Avid. 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 A v e t t. Never heard of them. Chris. I don't know them either. Oh, Chris, Chris, you got to pull, Chris, pull it no, up. No, I don't feel so bad. <laughs> no. They play good music, a little bluegrassy kind okay, of to okay. it. Oh, that's and, why I have no Yeah, idea I was going to say, that's why Chris. Well, okay. That's definitely not yeah. Chris. Yeah. But, yeah, we're going to go see a concert and then uh, have a couple nights to uh, do some cool things in Chicago. And, uh, and then we're coming back. So, I mean, I'll have to do it from Chicago. I'll be 
calling in via Chicago. Okay. Very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, but if you want to take off after that, it's, yeah, no. save it for turkey season, bro. The turkey season opens next weekend. Oh, that's right. It does. <laughs> yeah. yeah you method to the madness here? Yeah. <laughs> I remember when when uh, when we were told about the tickets, mm-hmm. I was like, sweet, name mm-hmm. it, brothers, you know? Mm. I love them. I'm a, I'm a big fan of them. Yeah, you're going to be gone opening day. And I was like, it's opening day. <laughs> Remember the review that we did on when to get married? I know, I you know. You know, and, and it I came know. down to January, right? I know. Yeah, now I you're – you're, but I, I will tell you this about that. What? It, it's, it's, it's Georgia that screwed you. It's not your planner. I know. You know, because totally. yeah, it's it's like it should be open for two weeks. You know, you should you should already have a bird on the ground. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, you know, it's I, really I, weird not hunting. Yeah, in see, March. last last I love hunting in March. Last weekend, when when I called you guys and did the show from up there in Georgia, mm-hmm. there they were. I mean, they're they've been they've been going at it. Oh yeah, for a month. Oh yeah, and to move the season back two weeks, it's like what what are we doing? Yeah, I know. I, I hope that they review that because usually they're pretty good about it. I hope so. You know, funny thing is, it, I didn't even get any kind of pre warning or we're having a meeting about it or we're going to discuss it. Just all of a sudden, it, hey, we changed it. Yeah, it, that seems like how it came out yeah. at least. Yeah, yeah I'm I'm always a, a big fan of making making the right decisions and doing what's right. And I thought that this one. Because the last the the season in Georgia into May, that's when in May you you need to be turkey hunting Kansas and Nebraska Indiana. and Indiana yep. and Wyoming. Yep. In May, not yeah. not Georgia. Yeah, I agree. And here's the other thing: the temperatures in the month of March for turkey season, beautiful, perfect. awesome. Oh, man. I sat. Like I told you, I went awesome. and sat on Monday morning. Awesome. Just, and, and I just sat there and I was like, man, this, it was 44 degrees. Yeah. You know, I was like, man, this is. Yeah, it's like in the 40s. And then now, I don't know if you saw the weather change. Like, so now the overnight lows going forward in Georgia mm-hmm. are all in the 60s. Yeah. It's like, the, okay, that was the, the cool weather's gone. Right, I know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, to join us, 904 641 1010. And uh, when we come back, I, I promise we're going to get there's a story. That's disturbing. It is very, uh, disturbing. very disturbing. That we uh, we were talking about in the last commercial break, and we're going to share it with you about a, uh, an, a an encounter between a jet skier and a boater, mm-hmm. and it didn't end well. And we'll talk about that and more right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. So if you've got that boat trailer sitting around, just say you uh, – called C&H Marine and they came out and built you a beautiful dock and you put your boat on the lift and you got a trailer sitting in your yard and HOA says uh, no no trailers in the yard so anyway Stack M Storage if you go to stackmstorage.com they will come out pick your boat trailer up take it to the storage five point inspection take care of it and then when you need it back they'll bring it back to you just call stack or go to stackmstorage.com. All right, uh, just to wrap up some of the turkey season mm-hmm. talk we were having about the state of Georgia, I got a an email and it was kind of like rubbing it in your face. And I was like, when I got it, I'm like, I really didn't need to see that email. And and it was titled "Get Ready, Turkey Season Is Almost Here." Yeah, 
And it reads like this. Turkey season is almost here. Statewide turkey season will open one week later this year on April 2nd, 2022. On WMA's, VPAs, and National Force, the turkey season opens two weeks later mm. on April 9th. So can wow. you imagine if that's... Yeah, if you can yeah. only hunt public land. Season wow. still closes on May 15th. Get out in the woods with friends and family or even for some solo time. It's a great way to spend time in the outdoors and maybe even put some delicious food on the table. Oh. By the way, limit, the Killing statewide me. bag limit has been reduced to two gobblers per season with a one gobbler daily bag limit. So yep. you cannot double up right. in one day. Additionally, bag limit on WMAs, VPAs, and National Forest Lands is only one gobbler per area. Uh, disappointing, disappointing. Uh, but they do have a special season, which is March 26th and 27th, which is today and tomorrow, which is a special youth season. Uh, they need to have one for senior citizens. <laughs> <laughs> that's great, Kirk. You know, they, absolutely. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, that's what right. What the heck? You yeah. know, the forgotten. Yeah. And, and, you know, and, and Kyle could go with you. Absolutely. Yeah. You know? He's guiding an old man. Yeah, right? yeah that's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, All yeah. over it. All right, yeah. so the story that we were uh, going to talk about, uh, pretty disturbing, and it was at a lake in South Carolina. South Carolina. And uh, to tell us what happened, Kirk, because it was essentially an encounter between a jet skier and a boater, and the jet skier kind of gets into trouble. Yeah, apparently the, the jet skier had asked an, a companion to go with him. And apparently he was having some, you know, partying before he got on the, on the jet ski. And what happened is there was a couple, uh, an older couple were out in the, in the, the lake in Oconee, what is it? Oconee County, mm-hmm. which is, I'm not sure exactly where that is on Lake Kiowi. Um, according to an incident report retained by Fox news that on March 15th, um, Drew Morgan and Hannah Ayers, who is 19, were out jet skiing. They hopped on the jet ski and they were riding around and they they got in a situation where they fell into the water. They had no life jackets on. And this this couple, John, no Dots, life jackets, no life right. jackets, and, not and, smart. And, and not it sounds smart. like the jet ski kept going, so maybe he didn't have a kill switch on. Yep. And John Donson and his wife were fishing out of their pontoon boat. And notice these people were in distress that she said they were in trouble. So he and his wife uh, pulled over. And so just real quick, uh, Morgan was speeding on the jet ski at a pretty good speed, takes a sharp turn. And you know what happens yeah. when you take a sharp yeah, turn. Yeah, dumped him. Yeah, so both of them got ejected right. from the jet ski and don't have life jackets on. And so this older couple that's in the pontoon boat, they're going to come over and assist. Right. Yeah. Help them out, right? Be do the human thing. Mm-hmm. They were trying to be good, uh, good Samaritans, and they tried to pull him in the boat. When they pulled him in the boat, he just lost it and said that he was being belligerent, that he kind of was slurring his words, that he was clear, clearly drunk and had been, like Jeff said, going fairly fast. They spotted, spotted him and pulled him in the boat, and he said that he was so wound up that he had snot and foam Streaming from his Coming nose from and his mouth. Mo- yeah, nose and mouth. And so then a, a little melee ensued. Mm-hmm. And uh, this guy, Morgan, choked John, which is the older couple, John and Deborah Dotson. He's choking them. Yeah, and he's it's trying to take control trying of Trying to boat. take steal their boat so yep. that he can go back to his jet ski. And, uh, I mean, that, that's scary stuff, man. Yeah. 
And so the quote was that all Drew cared about was getting back to his jet ski, Ayers, which was his passenger, told authorities. Ayers started hitting uh, Morgan, which was the boater, to get him to stop assaulting the couple and finally shoved him off of the boat, Ayers, which was the girl. She said she was hitting her this guy she was on the jet ski with because this guy's hitting the couple. Well, he was choking John and Deborah Dotson mm. as he was trying to take control of the boat. And they pushed him back in the water, but they finally pulled the combative young man back onto the, the pontoon boat, and he said that that's when the conflict highly escalated. That he got his pistol out, he had a concealed carry weapon. Shot him. And he fired a warning shot yeah. and repeatedly hit him with the pistol, said, hey, you need to calm down. He got a hold of his arm, and he said the crazed guy wouldn't back down. And so he finally shot him. Wow. Um, which is just a horrible Crazy. situation. Crazy, um, just out there fishing. His wife yeah. pontoon boat. Well, his trying wife, to help somebody. Yeah, he tried to help somebody. Well, and his wife jumped on him and immediately tr- started giving him CPR, but he no longer had a pulse when de- deputies arrived. And after a forty-eight hour investigation, officials told the slain man's family that the shooter would not be charged. And then the yeah. sheriff's office all met with the Tenth Soli- Circuit Solicitor's Office, who agreed with the decision after reviewing the nine one calls. The uh, witness statements and videos. Yeah, they uh, executed a, a warrant on this guy's truck, the guy who got yeah. shot, and uh, beer, alcohol, drug paraphernalia, uh, plenty in yeah. the truck. I mean, bongs, pipes. Yeah, so so he was doing drugs, drinking alcohol, smoking marijuana. It's crazy. It's like, come on. Yeah, I know. This went off the deep What is end. wrong with you? Ugh. Anyway, crazy. crazy stuff. All right, uh, let's go to the phone let's lines. Do- and uh, who, who's uh, Andrew? Okay, got a question. Morning, Andrew. Hello, and uh, good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. First good morning. of all, first of all, such a sad and uh, interesting story. But uh, I'm sorry for that family that went through that. Yes. No kidding. No kidding. Um, <laughs> on to a more entertaining part of crazy uh it was about this time last year gentlemen i remember you guys had uh somebody on from hell's bay boat work talking about the captains for clean water skiff challenge yes correct and it uh it's coming up not far away again for this year okay that's fantastic they are doing it again oh yeah oh yeah april 7th to april 10th the uh 2022 florida skiff challenge is uh is coming up that was such an entertaining weekend last year when they did it. It was those guys are crazy. Okay, so so this is now this is where they basically go around Florida. Yeah, in a skiff. In a skiff. Yep. And so uh, here here's the uh, the news <laughs> release. Hey guys, I appreciate it. I'll take it off air. Y'all have a wonderful weekend. Thank All you. Right, thank you, Andrew. Here's yeah. here's the news release so that uh, everybody can prepare. Uh, what began as a head-to-head battle for bragging rights has evolved into a daring feat to help shine a spotlight on Florida's water crisis by those who've been directly affected by it, boat manufacturers. This year, six boat companies will put their 18-foot skiffs and best teams to the ultimate endurance test, circumnavigating the 1,300-mile Florida peninsula in nearshore waters from state line to state line. So it starts at the Florida-Alabama state line and will end in Fernandina. Okay, each five-man team includes two skiff operators and three land-based support crew. Teams are equipped with extensive safety gear and navigation aids, 
and pre-plot their own pit stops for fuel, food, repairs, and rest. Nope. <laughs> Boats are para- powered by up to a 70-horsepower outboard motor and may carry up to 22 gallons of fuel at a time. These teams are uniting for a common cause. It's not just about the business and ecosystems that rely on clean water, but about protecting the boating, fishing, and outdoor lifestyle that we enjoy with our families. You can follow the 2022 Skip Challenge and learn how you can help protect and restore Florida's water quality for future generations. Go to captainsforcleanwater.org forward slash Skiff Challenge. And if you uh, just search it on social media, you'll find that stuff you know all around. And you can actually uh, follow along and mm-hmm. follow the race for this Skiff Challenge, which it's insane. It, it, it's totally insane. What did you do? I brisket just, knocked, just bit the dust. I just knocked over it. It had briskets all over the floor. No. <laughs> He's going to scrape it up, put it back in the <laughs> container, and hand out a bowl for everybody. Oh, y'all anyway, enjoy it now. Yeah. All right, uh, no, Kirk, we, that's yours. Yeah, yeah that's so, right. So, cool, a cool thing, and uh, and then we'll, we'll try to uh, – we'll, I'll talk with Dave Edwards, see if we can get Chris, the guy from Hell's Bay Boats, who they won it last year. He came on our air and talked about the, uh, the, the Skiff Challenge. And so and we'll how see. It got started. Yeah, so, and we'll see if we can get him back on again. It's just and, like everything, got started over a couple of beers. I don't know <laughs> how their bodies take. It. I don't know either. I mean, these guys are going a lot of ibuprofen. Twenty four hours, dude. It's more. They'd have to be more than that. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd be taking injectable Toradol on top of some other meds. Yeah, What's, yeah. something. I mean, just Lexerol. The beating that yeah. they take. Yeah, I'm right. And then last year. Thirteen hundred miles. Thirteen hundred miles nonstop. Yeah, and if you look at some of the pictures when those boats are coming out of the water, oh yeah, I mean like chiropractor. Oh. Yeah, it ain't like they're just cruising. No, they're honking it. Yeah, you, that might ruin you. I would like to ruin. know who the six are. I'm gonna see if I can find out. All right, and then uh, uh, we'll take a break and we come back. We'll talk to Dave. Yeah, you want? Yeah, let's let's come back. We'll talk to Dave and we'll see if we can find out the participants in this uh, Captains for Clean Water. The Florida Skiff Challenge coming up April 7th and April 10th. And uh, we'll be right back right here with the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. So I'm just sitting here scrolling through pre-owned vehicles at Cardinal and Cadillac. And uh, one thing that just just hit me, um, man, if, you, if you're in the market for an SUV, uh, seriously, go to podnolancadillac.com, uh, and when you go to pre-owned vehicles, you just click on SUVs. Man, some great deals on SUVs at Claude Dolan Cadillac, and, uh, and also all kinds of other pre-owned vehicles. And if you're market for a Cadillac, it's only one place to go, Claude Dolan Cadillac, located on Southside Boulevard, just north of JTV. All right, let's go to the phone lines and ask Promise, bring up Dave. Hey, good morning, guys. Morning, Dave. Good morning. How y'all doing? Good, good. man. Hey, listen, I just want to give a shout-out, man. I, uh, I won some tickets a couple of weeks ago from 1010 and uh, for the uh, Lords of 52nd Street concert last night, and it was out of this world, man. It was absolutely amazing. And I just want to give a shout-out to Taylor Dahl. Uh, she, she called me. She uh, said the tickets will be at Will we'll Call, and they were there, and it was just absolutely amazing. The concert, they played for two solid hours, uh, you know, the Billy Joel music and stuff, and uh, – we had a we had a wonderful time, but uh, most importantly, I want to give a shout out to Jeff Logerman, number fifty six. He's number one in my heart, and uh, let me tell you why. Uh, when when you're dead and gone, man, it don't matter what kind of car you drove and, and how much money you made or whatever. Uh, but the fact that you were important in the life of a child is priceless. And uh, I got to tell you, I've got an autographed jersey from you, Jeff, 
and uh, my son, my son loves it. And uh, I got to apologize. I, I, I did spill a brisket off of uh, my grill. And I got a little stain on it, but it's still hanging up in my garage, man. So I guess, I guess I can call it seasoned. But uh, Jeff, I appreciate the memories. We appreciate uh, all the great times, man. And uh, number one, you were you were a very important role model in the life of my son. He's thirty four years old now and doing great. He's got a family of three. And uh, Jeff, I just want to I want to thank you, man. And uh, and I'll hang up and listen to y'all. Man, I appreciate that, Dave. That uh, <laughs> that means something, you know, because uh, when uh, and I, I'll give you. a just a quick little background. When I was a kid, I, I had the opportunity to be around some of the NFL players mm-hmm. because, you know, in the town that I grew up in, which was Sterling, Virginia, we had right down the road was Redskin Park. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I'll never forget, they, had, they actually had fundraisers where some Redskins would come in and they actually would play basketball against our faculty at our high school. And so we had the opportunity to be around some of these guys and uh, because they were in and around the community a little bit. And so I had some good experiences and had some bad experiences. And I took those uh, bad experiences and kind of learned from it and said, hey, don't be like that. Mm-hmm. And then I had great experiences from so many different uh, Washington Redskins, which is now the Washington Commanders. And it was, you know, guys like Neil Olkowitz and Rich Mallott, uh, just tremendous opportunities, Dave Butt, some of the old school Washington Redskin guys that, that I had great experiences with. And I just said, you know what? Whenever given an opportunity to be a positive role model and be a positive influence, be positive. Absolutely. And, and that's what you do. Yeah, I know. And Kirk, so it's cool. Kirk and I, man, we've we've had kids grow up with us. Yep. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm talking from five years old to to now thirty years old. Right. You know, and 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 to to be a really cool part of their life, even even though it may only be four or six hours yeah. a, a day, but, I mean, they, they don't forget you. You yeah, know you what I mean? You make an impact on their young yeah, lives. Yeah, you know, you, see, you see, that's see right. That's right. Out. I mean, you don't you don't get on a boat cussing. And, I mean, you know, you yeah. and you, you, you treat kids, you know, they want to have fun, man. Yeah. That's what they want to do. But, hey, r- real quick, Jeff, um, <laughs> and, and this, is, this is for, Chris, this is for diehard Jag fan, if there's somebody out there. You and I years ago, mm-hmm. um, we went fishing with Matt Jones. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Okay. And 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 we were fishing with the NFL Network. Remember, you and I, Matt Jones, we went offshore. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, and remember, the cameraman got sick. sick he's as like, a dog. huh? Sick as a dog. Yeah. He's he's like, hey, next time can we just go parachuting or something? Yeah, yeah. But anyway, I, I, NFL. Um, it was, it was, I have an NFL shirt mm-hmm. that Matt Jones signed for me that day. Mm. I have no use for it. We've been doing the spring cleaning. If somebody, you know, I'm a diehard Jack fan, would like a Matt Jones signature shirt, um, call us at 641-1010. I'll get right. your name and I'll, cool. I'll, I'll, I'll mail it to you. So. I, and I don't know. There may be nobody out there that wants it. <laughs> there might not be a soul. <laughs> there might not be. But for a for a diehard uh, Jaguar fan, well, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna you know have a, a you know shop sale right now. I have a Jeff Lagerman <laughs> <laughs> football. Oh, it's got a hole in it. Nothing for that. It's got a hole in it. Nobody wants it. That's fine. But I just came across it and, and curious, I'll like, what sell is this? it. I'll be damned. That's Matt Jones. Uh, Put your bids up yeah. on our comments page. Yeah. Yeah, he was a uh, he was a unique guy. Oh yeah, he yeah. was a very unique guy yeah yeah that's such a diplomatic way of saying it yeah well you know everybody has their quirks. everybody's got their own way that's right you know everybody has everybody's got their own way yeah 
So, uh, so the uh, when we were, uh, before we took a break, the Florida Skiff Challenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Hell's Bay uh, has always had a boat in that. Uh, Yellowfin has had a boat. Key West has had a boat, and I'm going to see if I can find out the uh, all the participants this year. And uh oh, people are calling in to get that shirt like crazy. Oh yeah, I'll take three. But I'm gonna see if we can find out and find out exactly. Who we're gonna have they... to have a drawing here in a minute. We we're gonna have to. Well, some somebody might take it. Oh, it's gone. Yeah, phones lines are linked, ringing up. Address, just give me an address, and I'll send it to him. Thank you. All right. Well, there yeah. it goes. It's gone. It's yeah. gone. Also, Visa. Golly, it's still ringing. That's funny. Yeah. I, you know, I mean. Again, if now, I want to make sure that somebody didn't misunderstand and think they heard Mac Jones. Who's Matt. Mac Jones? Mac Jones is the quarterback for the New England Patriots, yeah. who is a local oh, oh, product oh, oh, who went oh, to yeah, the bowl no, school. No. Mac Jones. Yeah, it was. What Matt. year was that? That was. I did, man, that's a great. Okay, question. so Jack Del Rio. Uh, yeah, it was Jack Del Rio. Uh, James uh, Harris, uh, Shaq Harris, was the general manager who drafted him. Charlie Bailey was the assistant general manager that drafted him. I remember and, he was uh, a nice guy. He was a quarterback at yeah. Arkansas, and they were going to convert awesome him. Ran into him a couple times at yeah. B&M at Mayport. Yeah. They were going to convert him to a, to a wide receiver. Yeah. Didn't didn't work out no, so well. No, it didn't well. work out. Yeah. No. Yeah. Had a couple of famous plays that uh, we probably won't talk about too much. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Leave it at that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you never that. did figure out what that, that was 15 years ago? God, was it that long ago? I don't really? know. Maybe. I would Darn. Yeah, Maybe. I would think so. Something like that. How long has it been since Del Rio's been gone? <laughs> I don't know. Gosh, you're after <laughs> ten years? Come on. You're asking me? Well you're the you're the guy. I don't know, but I mean that's why they have you're Google. The, you're yeah, our, no, that's NFL why they have Google. Guy, so, so 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 Gus was after Jack. Uh no. No, we had uh Mike the Malarkey. One year. Yeah, Mike Malarkey one year. Actually you had uh, uh, Mel Tucker was an interim. That's right. I like Mel. Yeah, Mel, good guy. Mel's a great guy. He's now guy. the head like coach Mel at Tucker. Michigan State. He's a cool cat. I like hey, good him. guy. Yeah. I good fished guy. with him a bunch. He's a good guy. By the way, Doug Peterson, big outdoorsman. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so well, he's a little bit too busy to be doing anything yeah, in the outdoors I know, yeah, right I know, now. I know. And, and uh, we'll, we're going to get him fishing. Yeah. I'm sure. Let's see if we can get him out and catch a fish. Mm-hmm. He, uh, he also is a, a uh, bow hunter. Oh, very cool. Which, you know, head yeah. coach in the NFL, you got any time to bow hunt? No. No, exactly. <laughs> Why would you be a bow hunter in the NFL? Uh, still, I mean, you can still be a bow hunter. Just no, you I don't, don't I have don't. time to, to bow hunt. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> Crazy. Crazy. Yeah. So, Florida Skiff Challenge, I, I can't find any of the participants. If somebody knows who they are or who's participating, uh, please let us know because I'm dying to know who the participants are because there has been – some great participation over the years, and a number of boats last year never finished. Oh, yeah. And I would have to think that finishing the Florida Skiff Challenge is a huge source of pride. Mm-hmm. And that if you don't finish, that doesn't speak well for your boat company. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I mean, you don't I, want I that, only, right? I think only two of them finished last year. Uh, Yellowfin, I'm looking at it now. Yellowfin is in. Uh uh, Heath Daughtry has kept the pace for the Skiff Challenge since its inception, and he plans to go back and be behind the wheel again this year. And he's not a young guy, man. Uh, he's not a young guy. His beard looks grayer than mine. Oof. So, yep. uh, Black Tip Boats. 
is another one. Black, Black tip, tip boats. I've never heard no, of them. Don't me neither. That makes two of us. You know, but if you want to introduce your boat, would that be a good way to do it? Uh, absolutely. You know, the publicity that you get out of this is going to be. C-Pro is in. I think C-Pro was in last C-Pro year. C-Pro was in last year, and yep. I don't think they finished. Uh, Key West yep. is back in again, which uh, I think they did a pretty good job. Lake and Bay. They were in last year, too, I believe. Okay. Lake yep. and Bay is is in. And uh, Hell's Bay, of course, mm-hmm. because uh, they won last year. They actually wrote their name in the history books last year. that They plan to duplicate it again. And uh, so that's it. That's, that's cool. That's the six challengers. Uh, I just got, got a skiffs, very, very cool text from one of our listeners. Uh, they are bringing in the USS Orlick, which is the naval warship that they're going to put on display downtown as a museum. Wow. Yep. Bringing it in right now? Bringing it in right now. Uh, Larry uh, Fife just sent me this, and I just looked it up. Oh, yeah. It's the DD Destroyer 886. It's a gearing-class destroyer in service with the United States Navy. Go Navy. From 45 to 82. In October 1982, she was sold to Turkey. And let me see what it says here. I think they got... so is it, it literally, Kirk, it's going to be on display and something that you can go yeah, downtown. into? Yeah, downtown. Wow. Have you guys ever been on an aircraft carrier? Um, gosh, uh, one time. Yeah, I've yeah. been on a couple times. I actually flew out to the yeah. Iwo Jima yeah. on an Osprey, which was very cool. was on a battleship one time. We actually did a Jaguars television show. On top of one of the battleships. Oh, that's even. In North Carolina? Yeah. Up huh? in... Uh, Wilmington, Riceville. Well, I'm saying it was here. Oh, the battleship was, in, was here. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, it was the one that they that was uh, at Mayport, and then uh, wow. went out and got a tour of the boat, which which is kind of difficult for me mm-hmm. because the head clearance in oh. those ships. Yeah. Oh, it's oh. it's, it's yep, not yep. six and a half feet. No, yeah. you get dinged every time. So you if go you want a bad back, be mm-hmm. six foot six and go tour yeah. one of the Navy boats. Yeah, yeah. I, you got duck a lot. I, actually, when I was. You know, had one of those crazy jobs installing security systems. We actually installed a security system in one of the um, aircraft carriers mm. in Mayport, which was which was fun. It was it was it was a fun job, but it was it was so interesting going through that that, that ship. When so. uh, by the way, this uh, Navy ship that they're bringing downtown, are they are they? What's the scheduled date? Of like when this is going to be open. It doesn't say. I just looked it up on Wikipedia and in the Orlick Foundation. They moved the ship from the Kalkosku River in Lake Charles, Louisiana, and they're relocating it to Jacksonville today. It's going to be a naval museum in the downtown riverfront. It doesn't say when it's going to be open. That's that's cool. That'll but be neat. That right. is so cool, let, let's, man. Let, let's take a break here. Big Navy the, town here. So. GMC Outdoor Show. And uh, when we come back, we got our ring power tip of the week. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. It's time now for the Ring Power Cat Tip of the Week. And Ring Power in the Cat Rental Store has the most dependable, youngest fleet in the industry, which keeps your job site and business running smoothly without any kind of issues. Go to ringpower.com to learn more how all their wide range of equipment can help you. Ringpower.com. This week's tip, the Spanish are starting to show up. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know if there's anything that's more fun to catch than Spanish. And on top of that, there might not be anything more fun to eat 
or better to eat than fresh-caught Spanish. Fresh-caught Spanish is, is, is fantastic. And it's it's funny, Kirk and I, over the years, we, we, we've always had lures that, that caught Spanish. Yep. You know, but we've never found, like, that lure. Does that make sense? No, you know, the I Clark, agree. The Clark Spoon was great, but you had to use some weight yep. to, to, to get it. It's so or light. Or a planer. Or a planer. Yeah, you know, it's just kind of a pain. And these lures that, 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 that Kirk has come up with, and, and, and I've used them, they're, they're a little bit heavy, which yep. is great. And you can actually buy, buy them in different weights, weights mm-hmm. which really help out. That one I gave you, Kevin, is a one ounce. Right. Chad Starling turned me on to it. And it works good for Spanish, and it works good for uh, uh, little tunies, too. Yeah, and bluefish. And blues. Yep, because there's, there's, there's a lot of lures around. And the best thing... Jeff, about this lure is when you think about it is is the length. Uh-huh. And the reason that I say that is because you can throw this lure with fluorocarbon, where like a Clark spoon, you can't do that because it's shorter. It's shorter, and 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 if the fish the fish has a tendency to swallow it, or you know if you have to use a swivel with with the Clark spoon, they'll hit the swivel. Okay, you know. So with this, the majority of the time. They're they're not they're not going to eat this lure. Yeah, but do you really want to throw that with just fluorocarbon? Yeah, I throw it with fifty pound fluorocarbon. You can use heavier fluorocarbon. Yeah, um, I actually put together a little uh, list heavier. of tips. Yeah. Okay, good. That I sent to Tara last night. She didn't post it yet. I'll send it to her again. But the smaller jigs and the spoons seem to work better a lot of times. Uh, uh, you can use a plug. A mirror lure will work too. Mm-hmm. Number two, we do occasionally use anywhere from 12 to 18 inches of seven-strand wire. Yep. But like Kevin says, you can up it with a 50, 60-pound mono or fluorocarbon, and it will work. Mm-hmm. Uh, use a good quality swivel at the end of that leader. Don't don't get cheap on that. And, because And, and, and don't do go spin. silver. Don't go silver on your swivel. Don't. Make, Make sure, sure it is a black oh, swivel because yes. they will hit it right there at the uh, terminal line where it goes into the rod. And on light spoons or lures, you can use a, thank you, Tara, you heard that, a one-ounce swiveled torpedo weight to get the lure to sink. And then what was cool about this lure I gave Kevin, it's a Williamson lure, it is actually a one-ounce weighted spoon or, or lure, and it's very effective for throwing long distances. Yep. Usually when we do that, you can troll them. I saw guys trolling yesterday. But I really like to locate the Spanish and kick the boat out of gear. I don't know how you feel about it, Kevin. Absolutely. And have people just start throwing. Throwing, yeah. Now, what I do occasionally do is I'll pull out the the, the, the cutters, and I will cut two of the barbs mm-hmm. off the treble hook because sure. I don't want to get a treble hook in the I head. agree. Agree with that 100%. You know, so there are some tips. We'll post those up on our Facebook page under our Ring Power tip. And a, a question for you. Where, where do you catch them right now? Where's a good... That's a really good question, like where, Jeff. Where to go to High catch Spanish right now? Incoming tide around the inlets is good. Do you troll or are you casting? Do you see them? A lot I of mean, times you see the birds working. And even down the beach, mm-hmm. this time of year is when the bait pods will start to show early, even slightly offshore. Uh, Kevin and I fish the, uh, what we call the, the sand hills down the south end of the beach. Right. And him, it's the north end of the beach. And they'll get in those sand hills. And you'll just see birds working, yeah, it, and you'll see them jumping. And when you do, it's it's very obvious. 
You know, it's, what's it's, the size limit on uh, spanish right now? It's twelve inches at the fork. Yep, twelve okay. inches at the fork, and which is not a keeper. Yeah, you don't want to. Yeah, keep I mean, it, 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 fourteen and, inches, and, fourteen, and, fifteen is and, a good and, one. And this time, Kirk will concur. This time of year, Jeff, they're skinny. Yeah, you know, they don't have a lot of beef to them, so you you got to get like Kirk said, fourteen, sixteen inches. To okay, get a good play. But they are so good to eat. They are. They are I love eating them. Me man. too. They are fantastic. Yeah. That's your Ring Power Cat Tip of the Week. Go to ringpower.com to learn more. And don't forget, folks. Uh, uh, Kirk has a nice little. Did you re- resend those to Tara again so she can post that? I think she already did it. Did she do it? Yep, okay. she did it. Bang. All right, good. Quick. Um, Boom. The, you got a list of tips there that are great tips on how to catch. <laughs> going back to the music, <laughs> a great little uh, list of tips on how to how to catch these Spanish. Because I mean, you talk about a fun fish to catch. I mean, they pull. Yeah, they, they really do. They'll rip some drag. Yeah. And then an eighteen or nineteen inch. Spanish on there, yeah, yeah, yeah. A light, light tackle, tackle spinning rod, yeah, yeah it's fun. It. Yeah, yep. you know? it, one one thing going back to the eating part is they do not freeze. Yes, do not do not uh, freeze and, and, and if, keep them. You know, if if you're on a bite of Spanish, and you know, I think it's five per person or whatever it is. Okay, think about what you're going to eat the next couple of days, um, or if you want to give a few to friends or whatever. But it's no good after two or three days. Yeah, it, it's just and and to freeze it, it literally when you mush. thaw it, oh, it's awful. It's yeah, it's yeah, mush. Yeah, it's mush. So. Yeah. Uh, any tips on cleaning a mackerel? No, it's pretty. It's it's probably it, the most simple fish to clean there is. What about the red? Yeah, the you got to get the red. The, the, the red well, line I, out. I bring that up because yeah. I mean a lot of people don't quite understand because certain fish, if you get a little bit of red in there, it's not that bad. You're not going to find that very much in a Spanish unless they get really big. Most of the flesh in a Spanish is almost pink and translucent. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's it got one lateral line of bones right down the middle. I usually cut the rib cage out, and then I'll split it where the where the lateral line is. And then you've got two nice pieces of meat. I usually like broiling them. Absolutely. I mean, they're real tender. Uh, they, in the you, know, you can fry them. A little butter, a little salt. A little pepper. lemon butter, and that's it. Yeah. A little salt yep. and pepper, Run. bang, eat them. Mm-hmm. You know, they're Run. delicious. All right, uh, before we go to the phone line, just wanted to thank uh, Mr. Fred, uh, P-A-C-A-C-H-A, Pacaccia, okay? He sent us, and it's cool, and we'll see if we can share this on our Facebook, Instagram page this week. Uh, he sent us a video on Thursday of a of a wild hen turkey in Mayport. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, of all the places to see a turkey, that's like one of the last places that you would expect Mm -hmm. to maybe see a turkey. That Navy base over there has critters over there that we've never seen. That is really cool, though. That's one place you got woods. You've got woods over there where they, they, you know, they have on the backside as a buffer zone. And I know that, that, you know, Steve Mullen has told me that when he was working with the DOD officers over there, he said they would ride around. He said there are deer on that place, turkeys. Coyotes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty, pretty incredible how much wildlife is on that. Place. That's pretty neat. All right, yeah. uh, let's take a break, and when we come back, we'll talk to Top Gun and you nine zero four six four one ten ten right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Welcome back. Welcome to Moe's. Welcome back. And welcome to Moe's if you're in St. Augustine and you want to... Home wrecker. Get get a little bit of grub in your belly. Yeah. Welcome to Moe's. And they are open for breakfast. Woohoo! They are? Aren't they? No. 11 a.m. They stopped? Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, I know because their breakfast. Was How so could fantastic. they stop doing that? Well, if, but if you sleep in, that's then right. they are open for breakfast. That's good. That's a good point. It's you all according in. to what time you get up, right? Look, if you're like Lester and you yeah. sleep in until the very end of our show, for mm-hmm. example, mm-hmm. then he's going to be right in line to be able to slide right into Welcome to Moe's right yeah. off the bat. Okay, I like it. That's perfect. All right, let's go to the phones and talk to Top Gun. More Top Gun. More Top Gun. What in the wide world of sports is it going on now? <laughs> hey, I know you're not going to believe this because I can't believe it myself, especially after what you just said. I'm sitting here in my truck, and I see this big bird flapping its wings out of the corner of my eye. Mm-hmm. And landing on top of my neighbor's chain link fence. And I'm like, what is that? It jumped off the fence and walked across the street and went under my neighbor's truck because she throws cat food every morning under that truck. It was a turkey. <laughs> Never in 69 years have I seen a turkey in Mayport Village. Now you have. Yeah. Oh, let me take that back. I have seen a few turkeys in Mayport Village, but not the bird. Yeah, on two legs. I've seen quite a few of those. That's the one that caught your eye, right, Top Gun? Yeah. And you said a minute ago that the Spanish were in town, and not too much longer from now, we're going to have some Ukrainians, too. (laughs) That's true. Interesting. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Uh, Cap, how's your hand? It's doing good. Um, I was encouraged after I saw you during the Christmas show and pushed hard to get it done. And and now that I've gotten it done, I'm pretty happy about it, you know? Well, I hope it goes good for you. I've still got a lot of pain in mine, but he filleted both my hands. And I saw him a couple of weeks ago, and he said the way he cut on me, it might take a year before it's not hurting. Dr. Dr. Grawl did it. Yeah, he's great. He is. He's a he's and, a really good doctor. Sta- I like him. His staff, all of them are just as nice as they can be. I I, I agree. Probably one yeah. of the most professional uh, surgeons I've ever had the privilege. Yeah, of great guy. Cut on by. Hey, listen. You know, sometimes y'all talk about things, and I have to get my input in on that. Mm-hmm. And a couple of weeks ago, y'all went on and on and on about having a sandwich on potato bread uh-huh. money money <laughs> and everything else so i got to ponder in that wondering if i'd ever had a sandwich on potato bread and uh so i happened to be going to win in dixie after the show and i went in there and went to the bread islands looking all around and finally i see this Martin's potato bread, three dollars and twenty five cent. Never in my life have I paid three dollars and twenty five cent for a loaf of bread. But I got it. it. That's 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 our. I got uh, it. That's the time we're living in right now. Yeah, I got it because of what y'all were saying. Okay. So I went over to deli, got me some fresh turkey, got me a tomato, got me some cheese, got me some dill pickle slices, and. When I get uh, home, I commence to making me up this big, thick turkey sandwich on the potato bread. Mm-hmm. And I get it all finished, go in and sit down in front of the TV and take a big bite out of it. And it tasted like potatoes. 
What the what? It doesn't taste like potatoes. Every bite of that sandwich I took, whether I got cheese, a pickle, a section of tomato, tasted just like potatoes. Um, no. Now, I ain't got nothing no. against potatoes, no. but... I don't want potatoes on a sandwich. I, I, did, I didn't notice that. I'm not trying to put you down or nothing like that. I, yeah, I, 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 I buy it yeah. once in a while when we do burgers on the grill. The thing I like oh, about it oh, is it's dude. really light. Yeah, with burgers oh, on the grill, that potato bun, Money. it's, it's kind of light, Money. Kevin. You know, yeah. it's not real heavy. Mm-hmm. That's what I like mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. Well, the story's not over. Oh. So I said to myself, what am I going to do Self? with this $3.25 loaf of bread? Mm-hmm. Because I'm not eating another one of them. So I said real enthusiastic to my sister, hey, do you like potato bread? She looks at me and goes, not especially. So I take the bread, put it in my truck, go down to my neighbors, and I said, hey, I got an extra loaf of bread. Y'all want it? And I go to hand it to her out the window, and she says, oh, it's potato bread. We don't eat potato bread. I'm like, dang. So I go around to another neighbor, and I said, hey, I got an extra loaf of bread cap. You, you, Would you like to have it? And he said, ah, we've kind of cut back on bread. So I'm like, man, I can't believe this. You really? can't even give away a $3.25 loaf of bread. So... I decided to go down to the boat ramp and give it to the seagulls. So I parked the truck and got out and walked down there to the shore and started throwing the bread to the seagulls, who'll eat anything, by the way. And every time a seagull picked up a piece of that bread and flew off, he went, yuck, 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 LTS, baby! Jeez. What? what? That- that know. might have been homemade. I think I lost that one. I think the yeah, I think yeah. he lost the book. Yeah, yeah. The book yeah. of <laughs> jokes yuck, has yuck, been yuck, lost. Yuck, yuck, I'm yuck. trying to help me help yuck, me out. Yuck, 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 yuck. Now if it's been that a turkey, would be a turkey, yeah. Yuck, yuck. I get the turkey. If it's been yeah. a turkey, yuck, 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 yuck. Yeah. I, that was a first draft. He needs to massage that one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Was it yap or yap? Okay. Let's look at it this way. Let's look at it this way. Okay. If it wasn't for jokes like that one. The other ones wouldn't be so great. <laughs> Chris, you know what I like about you, Chris? You always get our rudder steered in the right direction. Uh, just, I mean, you know. I'm just a silver linings guy. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, we just, the half full glass is right there in the next room. It always is. Yeah, all right. Yeah, that was kind of weak. Okay. Uh, anyway, yeah, you can't be perfect, Top Gun. I appreciate you. And uh, potato you bread. sweet. Huh? Look at you being sweet. Yeah, just, that was terrible. <laughs> that's what I was waiting for. It's just yeah. like yeah, yeah. drop. <laughs> you know, we love you, Top Gun. Yeah, but that sucked. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and do a Kirby Co. Builders cooking tip of the week. Kirby Co. Builders, industry leader and proven provider of framing, drywall, interior, and exterior finishing on both commercial and residential products. And uh, we had a great one a couple weeks ago, and that uh, I guess it was great. We didn't get to sample it yet, but we're to crab stuffed shrimp. I think mm-hmm. maybe we'll get it yeah, next in week. Twenty five, twenty five. If Jeff is still alive. <laughs> <laughs> so can we wait? I just totally spit weeks? out my coffee. Let your yeah. wrist heal up a what little bit. What the no. hell was that? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, oh my man. gosh. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Are you gonna go unbelievable? Yeah. So well, he's Church not being so what he's telling us, he's uh-huh. not gonna be here next weekend. So right. I was gonna make it next weekend. So now we gotta wait 
Two weeks. Uh, okay, we'll do that. Well, two I weeks. was, you know, figuring we'd have it today. But anyway. Two weeks. Yeah. Well, so so last weekend when, uh, when me and the family went to Georgia, I, you know, I have a, my, the Traeger grill, the wood pellet <laughs> right. grill that I got from Hagen Ace, and I love it. But it's in Georgia. And so I, when I go up there, I want to cook on that. I mean, it's just, I love barbecue. I love smoking. And so I kind of planned a meal out or was in the process of planning a meal out. And I said, all right, what am I going to cook? Well, the first night when we get there, which is going to be not going to have a ton of time, Mm -hmm. something's got to be quick. And so I said, okay, boneless chicken thighs Mm -hmm. with a little bit of blues hog seasoning, which is money. Mm -hmm. I love that blues hog seasoning. That stuff's money. 375, the skin gets crispy on the top. It's outstanding. Sweet and savory. Yes. And so had that on Friday Mm -hmm. night. So on the menu, uh, when I was planning, I said, okay, I'll do chicken the first night. I'll do St. I want to do St. Louis ribs. Yeah. And St. Louis ribs, I think, are way better than baby backs. I don't even think it's close. I, I will always take St. Louis over baby backs. That's debatable. If you got a good, okay. good fat, juicy. But baby still back. stick with the yeah. blues hog, sweet and savory. Absolutely. Money. Mm-hmm. Pork and chicken, that's the only way to go. I mean, I buy the giant one now, the one pounder. Exactly. I buy, <laughs> I buy the five pound jug. Do you? Oh, yep. my word. I do. You know, I do. have you ever tried it? Uh uh-uh. uh. It, Kevin. It is money. Yeah. It really is good. Not even close. It's, it's the best seasoning. season you can put on chicken and pork that there is. That's a good seasoning. So, and I, then I was thinking, okay, okay, got chicken covered, got pork covered, need to come up with something else. So I said beef, okay? So what do you think of when you're thinking about smoking beef? Maybe beef ribs, okay? Brisket. Maybe brisket, yeah. right? And then I, I, did, I did the old Google just to, to maybe get some ideas, and I came across chuck roast. Mm-hmm. Really? And I was like, huh. And then everybody talked about chuck roast is that it's great to do instead of brisket, which, by the way, the bearded pig's got the best brisket on the planet. But chuck roast is, be- is great to do because it's not as big as a brisket. It doesn't take as long. I, don't, I mean, I like cooking, but I don't want to cook overnight and, you know, get up at 4 a.m. and put Gordon. something on. I, yeah, I'm not going to do all that. <laughs> and so I, I read some recipes online. And they encouraged, uh, or they were saying on a couple different recipes and websites, saying they do a chuck roast. And which, by the way, have you guys seen the cost of beef lately? Oh, it's, it's unbelievable. unbelievable. Crazy. It's unreal. Okay, so yeah. here, here's a cut of meat that is exceptionally affordable, which is chuck roast. Mm-hmm. And chuck roast is, I think it comes in around nine-ish dollars a pound, something like that. And you can get one in the three-and-a-half to four-pound range. And so I was like, all right, I'm going to do a chuck roast. So. I actually went to Klein's Meats. Klein's Meats is in San Marco, and they do they do a great job. It's a great butcher shop. I ended up picking up a top choice cut of chuck roast that was just marbled. I mean, wonderfully, mm-hmm. and uh, and ended up cooking this. And uh, the recipe that I had researched said about three and a half hours, uh, uh, three and a half hours, and then wrap it once you, you know you get it to one sixty one sixty five on temperature. Double wrap it in butcher's paper. Put it back on until you get it up to 200 to 210. Well, it took much longer than three and a half hours to get it to 160, 165 for whatever reason. And then I did double wrap it. And I can tell you it was arguably one of the best pieces of beef I've ever had <laughs> by far. Yeah. And, uh, and it took a little longer than expected, but which was fine. Right. But the marbling and the flavor on chuck roast – which typically for a lot of people, it's a pot roast. Mm-hmm. But That's if right. you smoke it, 
it makes exceptional, exceptional tasting beef that's very affordable, and it's easier to cook than brisket. It can accomplish a lot of the same things as brisket. So anyway, we ate that and then gave the leftovers to Emmett and Jewel, neighbors up there in Georgia, okay? And they were thrilled. And they've been, you know, growing their own beef for years right. and cooking their own beef for years, and Mr. Mr. Emmett and Lori loved mm-hmm. the chuck roast. Said it was one of the best pieces of meat they ever had. What's well, a tougher cut of meat than the brisket? It has to be cooked longer. Because it's got thicker connective tissue on it. Yeah, it has but to be cooked longer. That's longer. what they use Not longer than brisket. Well, but chuck roast is what they typically use to make hamburger meat with. Right. Ground chuck. That's right. Okay, that's hamburgers, ground chuck. So, uh, but it takes a, a while to, and you cook it for a long period of time and you get it to that 200 to 210 degrees because then by, at that point it breaks down the connective tissue and it makes it really moist. Well, Tara is very competitive, so she wants to do her own chuck roast, right? But right. she's going to do it without a smoker. So yesterday she goes to Publix and buys a Greenwise chuck roast, mm-hmm. okay? And I think it was uh, right around the same thing, around 9 99 a pound, $9 a pound, and uh, right in the three-pound range. And she, she takes it, salts and peppers it, and then she sears the outside, all edges, in a cast-iron skillet. Browns it, yep. Okay? And then here's what's crazy. She takes the, that whole chuck roast then, puts it in a crock pot, okay? No juice, no nothing. Well, one tablespoon of garlic. Garlic. She had the garlic and the salt and pepper on the outside of the That's meat. That's all. Okay? <laughs> So and Kirk's been talking to your wife. She ha- he has been because he's getting a recipe <laughs> yeah, because it was so yeah, good. Yeah. I, I, yeah, she does. She's good about that. And she Very puts cool. it in a crock pot with no beef broth or no nothing else and just turns it on low. And you guys tasted it. Yeah. Oh, it's it's phenomenal. Yeah. I, I love that cut of meat, man. It's, it's just awesome. Yeah, it just Absolutely. melted in your mouth. Yep. And then, you know, when you cut it into four parts and you put it in the, in the bowl, the thing that I noticed, too, is when you took – we use plastic forks, folks – and you just started picking at it, it just fell apart. It just falls apart. I mean, it just melts in your mouth. You put it in your mouth, it just melts in your mouth. It's and, very uh, good. I, I, you know, of course, when I was getting ready to do it on the smoker, I did what I normally do, and I called the guru, and I called Gordon. I said, hey, going to smoke a, a chuck roast. Got any tips? And, and he gave me a few tips, and mm-hmm. et cetera. And he goes, man, he goes, I haven't done a chuck roast in forever. I don't know why, but the chuck roast, I think, has as good a flavor I mean, right there it's was kind of a mainstay at our house. Yeah, I love you it. Know? Well, they yeah. say it's very rich in flavor. Yeah. That yeah. cut of beef. Yes, it, it yeah. tastes like beef, and you don't yeah. need to do anything but salt, pepper, and then, like Kirk said, if you want to add a little bit of garlic to it. Yeah. And right now, I know. I mean, look, uh, prices for for beef are just it's ridiculous, exceptionally high right now. <laughs> and so the Kirby Co. Inc. cooking tip of the week is, man, try chuck roast. Got to cook it for a little bit longer, but trust me, that flavor. On a chuck roast is second to none. Absolutely. When it comes to the beef family. Yeah. So check it out, folks. And uh, check out the pictures on our uh, Facebook, Instagram page. And, uh, and again, the crock pot recipe, uh, you can do that or you can do it in the oven. Slow cooking in, uh, in the oven. Different gonna, ways to do it. We're going to try that this, this week. All right. Sure. Uh, let's take a break. And when we come back, we'll talk to Tommy. He's going to add on to the cooking tip right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Chris, uh, 
folks, by the way, our, our producer Chris Uh-oh. had a birthday last week, uh, uh, yeah. and then and then completely changed oh. his identity. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had to listen. I mean, listen, you know, after that picture that got posted of me, uh-huh. I had to change it somehow because I looked like crap. Well, that was you, though. I mean, so, and it was either, and it was either do what I did or start working out, and there ain't no way I'm doing that. <laughs> so, we come in this morning. I'm like, who's this guy? Okay, he had you know, he's had the beard rocking uh-huh. like ZZ Top. Yeah, for years. And I haven't even looked at him. You haven't seen him? No. Look at him. look. It's oh gone. Oh my goodness. He oh, went yeah. from he went yeah. from looking like ZZ Top mm-hmm. to now I'm looking, like a regular goatee like me and you, Kirk. I, wow. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm I'm looking more like Kevin and Kirk than I, yeah, Jeff. You still got some like beardish kind of stuff going on there. I got what? You still got some beardish stuff. It's like you got goatee outgrowth. That's <laughs> that's that's like trying See, to climb like a vine is, up your jawline. You leave yourself open because when you open that window with Chris, I'm jumping right he's in. He's gonna it. pull it all the way up. You bet. Uh, goodness gracious. You oh, bet. But Lordy. then I got the see. So I, so I did. I, I got rid of that. Went down to a goatee, but I kept some sideburns. And uh, and man, wife hates the sideburns. I I like sideburns. She's like she's like, what are you trying to be, Elvis? And I'm like. Oh, that's good. Well, I don't know what you're talking about, baby. <laughs> I think, si- I think sideburns are, there's always a place for sideburns. There's yeah. no resemblance, baby. Always. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I mean, sideburns are hip, man. Heck yeah, uh, man. I, I, and Chris, you know what? I'll, 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 they're, they're, I'm going to grow some sideburns. Hip, Come on, let's go. Join the sideburns. Let's go. It's time for the lamb chops, baby. can't baby. grow sideburns. Kirk and I are like, I mean, Kirk, can you grow sideburns? I'm not going to do it. <laughs> yeah, he can because he grew the beard. He grew his oh, beard yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah he beard. can do it. Yeah, I can do it. Come on, let's go. All right, it's sideburn society. Let's go. Right, let's go to the man. phone lines. Tommy wants to add to our Kirby Co. cooking tip of the week with the chuck roast thing. Morning, Tommy. Good morning, guys. How are y'all? Morning, buddy. Good morning, Kev. Hey, uh, we've been doing your chuck roast. It's funny. Uh, for a long time, my ex-father-in-law had emphysema and he loves barbecue. I've always called it a poor man's brisket, kind of like you were saying. <clears throat> I don't uh You can the thinner chucks of pot roast essentially is what we're cooking, for lack of a better term. We put them on the smoker. We'll wrap them in foil. You put one sheet on the foil just to keep you know off the grate, and then put the actual pot roast. You can put every from Lowry's, you name it, to any kind of rub you want on it, but uh. Two about two two hours, maybe two hours and fifteen minutes on the offset smoker at about three hundred degrees on the smoker, kind of a hotter fire than you're used to. But uh about two hours and I mean we've done it so much we don't even put a meat thermometer in it because it's hard to mess up. I mean it is a uh it's become one of our staples in the arsenal of like cooking for people and you go, Oh my gosh, you know, it's and it's not a fatty brisket, you know. It's just a, a lean cut of meat, and it flakes apart like the coolest roast beef on a like on a grill you, you've ever done. Yeah, it's, it's a good it's, one. Uh, it's it's a pretty easy thing to do, and uh, yeah. the the way that uh, I read up and did was with like Texas style, which mm-hmm. I, it basically I put it on the smoker and cooked it open on the smoker until the meat got around one sixty. 160-ish, and then I double-wrapped it in butcher paper. And that was at 225, by the way, to get it to 160. Yep. And then double-wrapped it and then still kept the temperature at 225 for a little while, and then I got impatient and turned it up to 250 to get it to cook a little bit 
uh, quicker at the end. And then once I got to over 200, then I took it off. And I've got one of those thermometers. You stick it in, it's instant, instant read. Yeah. You know, and you a lot of times you can use those things that are stuck in the meat all the time. Right. And you can read it mm-hmm. continuously, which uh, I, I couldn't find mine for the Traeger for whatever <laughs> reason. But uh, so I just used that instant one that I had. And uh, the the one thing I will tell you about the one that I did this past weekend and the one that Tara did, I think she probably cooked hers a little bit longer and probably got it hotter, is that if you take it off at about 200, the meat's tender, but it's still somewhat together to where you can slice it. If you, yeah, cook, no, if you like, cook it up to 210, when you go to cut it, it just kind of falls apart. Which mm-hmm. some people like that. Some people want yeah. to have that shredded stuff because it is good. And then you I may want, want the slicing and the sliceability did you, of it. Do you bring it out and let it rest wrapped for an hour before you yes, cut it? Yes, totally let it rest. Did not touch it for an hour yeah. after I got pulled it off. Yeah, let it rest. Yep. yep. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, like I said, I think try it. <clears throat> Start from A to Z in foil with a hotter fire for about two hours and uh, see if you don't uh, see. Give that a give that a whirl up there. and uh, we'll see, Give you it know. a try. Yep. Thanks, Tommy. Thank you, Tommy. Tommy. All right, see you, boys. My buddy. Right, let's go talk to uh, Lester. He actually made it Good in morning. before the last commercial Good morning, break. Lester. Good morning. How you doing? How you doing? I was going to say, man, you're kind of, you need a little cup of coffee there, Lester? He's sleepy. <laughs> no, I just, I've actually been listening to the show an hour and a half, man. Wow. Just been listening. Enjoying, well, early riser enjoying today. the talk. Yeah. Enjoying the talk, man. Mm-hmm. Hey, there's there's one thing we've all been missing with the uh, it's kind of weird it's, it's never been brought up on the show because uh, obviously we've all we've all done the chuck roast on the smoker and all and uh, it, it is very good it's like you say Jeff the cheap man uh, the the cheap uh, redneck way of doing the uh, a brisket I, I can but, tell uh, you just real quick Lester mm-hmm. I've done briskets before and it takes forever. It does, <laughs> and I will. I will never do a brisket again after really? after no. having done this chuck roast. Yeah, so because, I mean, look, I, I eat brisket when I go to the bearded pig. Okay, true, true. But at the same token, I like to cook, but I don't want to start cooking the day before or again at O dark yeah. thirty. Okay, mm-hmm. amen. We'll leave that to Chef Gordon. Yes, he? exactly. He, he's the master. Yes, no <laughs> question. But uh, th- there's one thing that uh. I know we all had it growing up with our nanas and our grandmas is uh, that good brown, how Tara did hers the old-fashioned way with the searing and the iron skillet, that brown gravy that we make for that rice, brother. Woo! Ain't nothing like it. No doubt. Man. <laughs> Marsha had some this week, and I swear, you know, we've been rice and tomato a lot, you know, and she made that brown gravy this week, and I was like, my God, honey, you know, we need to skip the I love stewed tomatoes, but we didn't incorporate this once a week in our meal pattern. <laughs> it's no, so dang no, good, man. You can't, no, man. <laughs> you you got to take a break from, from the gravy, but damn, it is good. It is, man. Golly, it's good. Hey, uh, <clears throat> uh, I got an email uh, 3 o'clock this morning. Of course, I didn't get it till I got up, but... Uh, uh, Big Head said to tell everybody that uh, you know he's out in the middle of the water somewhere on a navy boat. But uh, he said that he tell everybody that he has now been in rougher seas than any anyone on the show. 
I'll bet. I can't even imagine. I'll bet. Wow. Yeah, he said the uh, he watched the bow of the boat disappear and come back up. You know, because that is it's unreal, unreal. Does he? But I, is he? Did he tell you anything about getting sick? No, no, no? He, uh, he would have. You know, and uh, evidently, isn't that weird? That's another thing. Uh, I I don't know if it's because we start our kids out young on the water. I have never in my life seen Taylor or Brandon big head sick on my boat. Right, but there's, 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 there's a total difference. It's, it's totally different when you're, you know, and, and again, when I was on the crew boat, <laughs> obviously nothing like a Navy boat. Okay. But right. I could not go inside. I mean, literally yeah. if it was at all, <laughs> if it was at all rough, yeah. Immediately get sick. And I could go up on the wheelhouse and, and, and sit up there with, with the captain or, or take over the wheel or something. I was fine. I was absolutely fine. <laughs> but going down in that dark yeah. it was and, and that boat going, uh-uh, man. Yeah. I, I, I mean, like, and I was, you know, I've, I've talked to people who were in the Navy and stuff, and they said the same thing, man. When they were on those ships and they got rough like that, it's like everybody was sick. But they were like on small boats and stuff, you know, where we're – we're exposed to the elements. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, you, you And you see the waves coming and, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, you kind of anticipate kinda, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but when you're, what's interesting, too, like when you watch the, uh, the television show Deadliest Catch mm-hmm. and these guys that are on the sea, these Bering Sea guys yeah. who have made their living on the Bering Sea for years, Yeah, some of those guys mm-hmm. still to this day, every year go through – a period of adjustment to where they are getting sick. Yeah, I know it. Mm-hmm. And then they yep. just fight through it for a couple of days, and then eventually, I guess their <sighs> equilibrium gets used to. Have you or ever been seasick? Oh hell yeah! It's awful. It's terrible. I mean, I can't imagine fighting it for two. Well, I fought it. for Can three Can you imagine days. though fighting it for a couple of days? I, oh, I, I fought it for three days, and then not not yeah. like fighting it for a couple of days, and you're not going back to land. Yeah. Uh, well, I wasn't going back to land. I was three Ooh, days, and I, I told them, "Put me on that old rig, or I'm going to die." Mm. I mean, and I'm serious. I was, I, I, was, I was dehydrated, and it was 15 to 20 foot, and it wouldn't stop. And, mm. and man, I just couldn't. And you can't go outside when it's yeah. 15 to 20, all right? Yeah, yeah. No, you're staying inside. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, I was sick. Yeah, yeah, it ain't like you can just get off on the dock and yeah. everything. No. Better. And, and, and I'm telling you, they, they, they the seas calmed down just enough for them to put me on that oil rig, and I was on that oil rig for an hour, and I was eating. Good. You know? That's crazy. Yeah, isn't is. that weird? How people people you know they're they're fine as soon as they go below deck. You know, here it comes. <laughs> oh, like yeah. turn All right, let's switch. We Thanks, gotta take buddy. a break. Thank All you, right, brother. God bless. Dude. All right, yeah, let's see. see. Uh, let's take a break here. One more segment right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. Last segment here, and uh, let's quickly get Richard up. He wants to add to the Chuck Roast conversation of the Kirby Co-Builders Cooking Tip of the Week. Good morning, Richard. Good morning, gentlemen. How y'all doing? Good, buddy. Good. Yeah, hey, hey, listen, do me a favor. Next time you want to do something in the oven or in a crock pot, add a can of Campbell's or whatever else, the uh, mushroom soup. Yeah. On top of it. Oh, good grief. You talk about the golden mushroom or the cream of mushroom? Cream of mushroom. Cream of mushroom. Okay. Because I know that yeah, Carrie, Carrie uses golden mushrooms at the time. Okay. Well, yeah. she's doing, doing the same thing I do, but it's, wow. It's 
<laughs> yeah, so go, my wife does. Gordon, she does it with mushrooms. Gordon soup. said he likes to add beer. Well, that's probably I can't believe that. Yeah. <laughs> that's a shock. Yeah. It's because he can't. It's because he can't drink golden mushroom soup. <laughs> <He just>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry about that. Let me have a shot of that golden that's mushroom. Okay. <laughs> I'm feeling awfully. Save me today. some of that, would you, Gordon? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good thing he's not listening today, boy. Between me and called a pirate, and now Scallywag. Scallywag. Oh my God. Uh-huh. Hey, listen, thank, thank you, guys. Y'all have a great Thanks, buddy. Thank you, Richard. Always. Always. <laughs> Appreciate yeah. it. That's See you later. Uh-huh. See ya. Yeah, the uh, uh, the chuck roast, I mean, especially, you know, for, for affordability-wise, and I mean, if you're going to do some barbecue, I mean, it's it's I think it's every bit as good as, like, brisket. I, I mean, I like it better. Yeah, I, just I actually me. could say yeah. it's better. Yeah. Yep. yep. All right, uh, let's do an updated weather, updated tides, and a weather port. Brought to you by the Bearded Pig, the best barbecue in all of Jacksonville. And don't even bother cooking a brisket. Do the chuck roast and, and just eat your brisket at the Bearded Pig. They got the best brisket that there is. And by the way, their their barbecue turkey is also <laughs> worthy. I mean, it's it might be some of the best that there is. Sorry, I'm a foodie. Can't help it. Uh, Weather forecast for today. Turkey. West winds, 15 to 20 knots, 3 to 4 feet. Tomorrow, northwest winds 15 to 20, becoming west 10 to 15 in the afternoon, 3 to 4 feet. Monday, northwest winds 5 to 10, becoming east in the afternoon. Tuesday, west winds 5 to 10, becoming southeast in the afternoon. What's Wednesday wind? Wednesday is south winds 10 to 15, becoming southeast 15 to 20. Yeah. In the yeah, afternoon. We got, front, front we, got, we got a front coming, man. Yeah, they're talking about four days of rain. Yeah. Yeah, oh, just, just what we need. Yeah, God, Jeez, I want to say that uh, our average. Mm. What do you think our average rainfall is in March? A couple inches, three, four oh, inches. Yeah, maybe three. Yeah, absolutely. maybe. Yeah, and we're what ten plus? Oh, oh easy. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. beach, the beach is nine point three. Just, just real quick, your your thoughts on this? How much more rain do you think Waycross gets than you and I up north? I mean, it always. I mean, that, those great those, question. Those those. Lines just hammer way across. I mean, yeah. if you look at the ditches and stuff, it's always full. Oh, always. Brunswick and that yeah. whole area gets hammered. It yep. does. It gets hammered across the Gulf. Sea man. Islands up there, they get hammered. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. Just, Tides yeah. Report brought to you by Angie Subs. If you haven't had French fries at Angie Subs, oh my goodness. Best French fries in Jacksonville and then teamed up with the best subs. It's a winning combination. And don't forget to get you some sweet tea. All right, uh, tides for Mayport today. The low tide is coming up here in about uh, oh, about 33 minutes uh, because the low tide is at 10.27 a.m. And then at 4.45 p.m. this evening is going to be your high tide. That's a 3.93. And Kirk said earlier about uh, maybe an hour behind Kirk with the west wind. Yeah, I would say so. It was hard. It blew yesterday, and it's going to blow today, too. All right. So, uh and now here's my next question real quick just before we leave. The amount of rainfall that we just talked about, the inshore fishing. It's been dismal. I've heard it's, it's gotten kind of rough. It's awful. Well, now yesterday, again, we had to go to the inlets. Kirk had to go to the inlets. Before we get out of here, we've got to That's remember. That's a great tip. Fish close to the inlets yes, this fish, weekend. Yeah. And, and, and obviously it's the last weekend of March. What do you think about the cobia? I haven't had any reports. I've had Ray reports from – Daytona, 
Paul Taylor, I haven't had any fishing reports whatsoever. None. I haven't seen any sign of it. Okay. Well, uh, you know, and, and if we continue to get warmer weather, obviously, uh, I mean, our water temperature, like I said yesterday, was 65, 66 at the inlet, right. 71 up in the ditch. So, I, I, you know, I think we're close, but if we get another cold front, it's going to kick it back. Um, so, I, I, my thinking is second week of April. Yeah. Is yeah. is it, I think that because we did catch pogies last week on the beach, but not this week. Well, and typically when the Spanish mackerel bite happens, it's uh, it's right there, right around the cobia bite. So maybe yeah, oh yeah, maybe it'll happen. Yeah, yeah, you, know, you, yeah, you yeah. don't know. Then and don't forget, folks, up on our Facebook and Instagram, Kirk has put together a uh, some Spanish rig tips. So if you uh, are curious on how to catch some Spanish mackerel, wonderful to eat. Check out Kirk's post on our Facebook and Instagram page on Spanish rig tips, and then and then the the post that that, that we had with the trail cam pictures are, are they're they're worthy. They're, it's 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 really cool to go look at um, the, these pictures and 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 seriously, the one about can you find the deer? Good luck. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah, it's, good it's, luck. It's cool stuff. Yeah, great. I love trail camera pictures. Trail and by cam- the way, thank you for everybody mm-hmm. for. Uh, participating and sending us information on our Facebook and Instagram page. I mean, we love, like Fred sending the video of the uh, of the turkey and uh, everybody else, you know, sending us pictures of catches. We yeah, love it. that's great. Absolutely. Keep on sharing it, and then we'll use some of that stuff to post up on our Facebook and Instagram page, and we just love seeing your pictures. Yeah, it's, it's so good So keep stuff. them coming. Logs as usual, the Nimnik Outdoor Show is brought to you by some wonderful sponsors. Welcome to Moe's in St. Augustine, Steenhatchee River Club. Kevin, have a good time with Terry this week there. there. Terry and I will be there for three days. Angie Subs, Strike Zone, Shimano, Whalen Bay Marine, Kirby Co-Builders, Tire Outlet, multiple locations for tires of all your needs, CNH Marine Construction, Atlantic Coast Marine, Consignment Boat Sales, LV Hires, Inc., Hagen Coastal Outfitters, Shark Coatings, Coastal Equipment, Thick Pen Heating and Cooling, Claw Nolan Cadillac, Bearded Pig, Ring Power and a Cat Rental Store, Stack M Storage, and of course, the Nimnik family of dealerships Chevrolet on Cassett, Buick and GMC on Phillips Highway. And remember, at Nimnik, you always get a best price guarantee. Folks, remember, anything you do in the outdoors, always think safety first. Y'all have a great weekend. See ya. See ya. See ya. Because I'm hooked on hooking up. And there is-